<clears throat> if you're having Xbox problems, I feel bad for you, son. I got 99 problems, but a Scotsman ain't one. Hey, this is Achievement Hunting 101. Hello, and welcome to Achievement Hunting 101, where we tell you about the games to get you those hashtag Gamerscore games. This is Level 99. This is also the only podcast hosted by two millionaires. So that obviously means joining me, X the Millionaire, this week is Elroy O. Millionaire J. What's up, my friend? <laughs> oh, man, I'm doing so well. I, I, I am... I. I'm free. I, I've reached the 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 one million uh, goal that I've been chasing for a long time, and so it feels pretty good. I, I feel a little loose. I got my flexes on, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, it's a shame we don't have three millionaires on here. <laughs> well, we have a half millionaire also joining yeah. us is the Scotsman himself, Mister Chewy on Ice. Uh, I've, I've just realized that you've just got me on here to make me feel inadequate, right? <laughs> no, not at all, not at all. I mean, you're just half the man. I mean, uh, you're just half, <laughs> half the gamer. All right, well, settle down, Stone. How are you doing, Chewie? Well, I'm all right, and I'm, I'm actually surprised you had me back after how it went last time. I mean, I'm no dino ball, but I didn't think it was great, right? <laughs> well, which Chewie are we going to get this week? Is this going to be that one Chewie that... Uh... Did the play-by-play, or is this going to be uh, oh, I see. Chewy? You want my, chewy, my chewy, dog chewy, chewy, What do you want? Chewy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I can see the merit to both of these, but... Yeah. Anyway, either. let's, get, right, let's well, get right into it, man. What do you think? All right, so instead of doing the what have you been playing this week, we have our second rebranding of the same concept. This week, instead of the good, the bad, and the grindy, we have... Burning questions. Burning questions. <laughs> I'm sure that we could probably have some imaging there or something. But basically, we got each a burning question that we have to ask the other panelists. So there you go. That's it. It's a pretty simple one. Burning questions. Let's roll. Burning questions. So burning I'll start questions. us off with our burning <laughs> question. Uh, I'm going to ask this to Chewy first, so he doesn't feel like he's, you know, an afterthought, because you're totally not, my Scottish I'm friend. not an afterthought. How could I ever be an afterthought? <laughs> of course, right? So, what is something you've done this week that you either just straight up regret doing, or you feel like, I completely wasted that time, and I wish I spent it elsewhere? And we're only talking about games, so what happens <laughs> in Vegas stays in Vegas. So, I mean, I like to try and live a life full of regrets. Wait, no, that's not right. Yep. I like to <laughs> I like to live a life Wait a minute. with no regrets. So I have no regrets. I've done nothing <laughs> I regret. But I guess I mean I have been playing some bad games, but can you really regret playing bad games? At the, at this point I, I absolutely can, yeah. <laughs> well, Hopefully spent, Elroy will join me in that sentiment. I mean I've spent most of my week doing my uh Warboten. Warboten. Huh. Yeah. Uh trying to sink get my sinker in. Uh, before the cutoff, yeah. which uh, PSA is on the 18th. So when this podcast is released, you're too late. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Right. 
uh, which so yeah, I played a few games. I played um, some decent ones, I'd say. Uh, Elena Temple, you guys played Elena Temple, I, th- I presume. Oh, no regrets there. I no really enjoyed there. that. I really, really enjoyed that. Actually, nostalgia. Yeah, it, that was pretty good. I thought it was I really well wouldn't, made. Wouldn't have enjoyed it as much without the glitch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It would be an annoying <laughs> completion, definitely. It was still, it was still enjoyable though. Even oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Running through it. That was a, yeah, that was so a love good. letter to a time gone by. I felt. For sure. Um, blues and, Many times, blues and Bullets. I, I've been doing a lot of point and clicks. Blues and Bullets. Um, the first episode of that, which will never end now because the dev is no more. Uh, and The Inner World 2. Now, I don't regret any of that because I love me some point and clicks. The one mm-hmm, that I man. probably regret the most, though, is a little Artifacts Monday classic. No! <laughs> <laughs> well, so it, it's Noir Chronicles. You guys done that one? Can you remember? I have can done you separate them out yeah, in your mind I enough I don't to remember which one that is. <laughs> so it, it is quite is that different. the crime one? I, yeah, it's that's the crime, crime one. Right? Crime City. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I did that one. It, uh, I, I am with you guys. I, I do really enjoy these games uh, for what they are. They are really hokey. They are really they're the same game ad nauseum. Mm. Uh, but I enjoy some puzzles. I enjoy some point and click adventuring. This one is a little bit different, though, in that it doesn't take place in a fantasy setting. And it doesn't no. have a female protagonist who is clearly the same voice actress used every right. single time. <laughs> uh, it's oh, actually sure. it's actually set in I guess the nineteen I don't know I think thirties twenties or thirties yeah yeah it's, it's a noir thriller with this private dick who is who is called Mister Mister Fox and he talks like this. Uh, what can you do the rest of the show like that (laughs) mr fox uh oh no she's been murdered that's really good i've got to get to band-aids for my friend it it is no different in that the voice acting (laughs) and the writing is absolutely atrocious in every sense uh so you're solving a murder of this woman who is supposed to be this famed beauty but I think they must have just used one of the developer's wives as the like the model because she ain't no beauty. Oh, shots fired, no. man! Oh, I, I mean, she's you know not in the sense she's not Marilyn Monroe, she's not Kim Basinger in L.A. Confidential. Uh, I mean, she's you know. pixels too. Yeah, <laughs> they're all like hand drawn in these things. Uh, well, you know, yeah. if, you know, before you you wrap this up, we have to ask. Was there a diamond cutting glass scene? See, you asked me on the podcast after I played this, so I wasn't really thinking about it. So I can't tell you if there was, but let's just say oh. let's just say there was, for the sake of argument, because there oh. always is, right? That's the joke. <laughs> but yeah, I it's, think uh, Elroy, this might be the one with the the racken. The racken. Yeah, you have to give the racket. Oh, well, yeah, Come yeah, on, yeah the racket. The racket. I'm sorry, I forgot that's how you Pennsylvania folks say a raccoon. <laughs> raccoon. Uh, yeah, it gets angry. Yeah. All oh, right, man. I'm gonna have to go back and replay. <laughs> Elroy, what is your um, well, gaming regret for this week, for lack of a uh, quicker way of putting it? Oh uh, man. So my one regret this week was I 
Well, it, it didn't start out as a regret, but it ended up as regret. Uh, I bought this game called Freak Out Calamity TV Show. Um, and I was really enjoying this game. It, it kind of reminded me of, did y'all ever play that Super Smash TV back in the day? I was just going to say, it looked like <clears throat> yeah. Smash TV, yeah. Yeah, and so I was really excited about it, and, and uh, I paid a little extra. I paid nine ninety nine. That's a little. That's the extent of the, how high I usually go. I, I keep it under ten dollars for any game. So I went nine ninety nine for this game, and the first stage is pretty much like Smash TV. It's just like uh, it's it's kind of a callback, and I thought, oh man, this is gonna be cool. This is gonna be the rest of the games like this, and then <laughs> and the game changes in the sense that uh, the really poorly thought out plot of the movie or the game really is it takes you out of that environment it's like they break you out after the first stage and then the rest of it's kind of i mean it's the same way gameplay and everything but i thought it was kind of stay in the game show type thing but uh the first stage is it that's it uh you 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 kill mr tv head uh spoiler alert tv for a head and and then that's that's the extent of the game show part of it. But uh, the regret I had for it was um, that I was going to use this for towards my one million. I was re- I was going to use I was going to get the completion on this, and I stopped playing on the last stage, and I went and did something else. And the freaking game deleted yep. my save data. Like it it did. Cool. I thought it did it when I finished the the penultimate stage uh, i always try to use that word when i can but i was able to get it back and then i thought and you know and i even had that thought i was like man what are the same tries to delete my save data again and i have to go all the way back through this game and so i i just threw caution to the wind and i went ahead and exited out of the game and then when i came back that night to finish the game up uh it was gone wanted me to start on stage <laughs> one so all that progress <laughs> gone man and so I regret that because I was really enjoying the game and I would have recommended this game except for you do that, man. I can't, I can't, there's no coming back from that. I mean, I can't, re- I can't recommend this game now. So, uh, yeah. So that was my, Alteric was the other one you had with that, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Alteric did that too. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've man, played high yeah, of Alteric sure. and I'm scared to go back to it because <laughs> I'm worried I've lost yeah. it all. <laughs> Oh man! And then it, it happened at the worst possible time at Alteric. It was like the hardest stage. Like if you put Alteric stage and then leave the rest of it blank on on YouTube, it fills in the rest of it with that stage yeah. number. And, and and so beat that stage, and I had to go back through that stage three freaking times if I remember right. Yeah, yeah, Alteric. Yeah, yeah. I I bailed out on that one. I, it's like twenty five or twenty four that you're talking about. Yeah, it's it's not an easy stage, man. The checkpoints are not yeah. too forgiving on that one. Yep, you can tell yeah. exactly where I made it based on my achievements. I got like a, a gentleman's <laughs> 500 in that one or something. Oh, man, you're a smart one. That. <laughs> oh, I hear that so a what, lot. Um, <laughs> what about you, man? You yeah, got any regrets? We just called me the smart one. Here's me not being smart. So my gaming <laughs> regret this week. Um, I've been talking about Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I think, for like a month now because... I've been playing it nonstop for a month, and I'm still loving every second of it, but <laughs> womp womp. Um, there's an achievement for, very simple actually, it has a very low ratio, set 10 ships on fire. Mm. So, I was keeping track, I didn't know the tracker worked, I'm like, cool, I got 8 ships on fire, awesome. I did another one, I got mm. 9 ships on fire, awesome, so close. I set another ship mm. on fire, where's my oh. bleep bloop? Oh man, no bleep don't bloop. tell me sh- 
Don't tell me ship happened. Ship happened, man. So I checked my tracker. Ninety <laughs> oh, percent. Okay, I must have just miscounted. I didn't realize it was tracking. That would have been nice to know. So I set another ship on fire. Where's my bleep bloop? So no. then I start looking, and across all platforms, Xbox, PlayStation, even on PC through the um, was it Ubisoft Club or whatever they use for PC, people are having issues with this achievement. So. Me being stupid is, well, well, I'll find a way for it to work. So I've now set the entire Mediterranean Sea on fire. <laughs> I have sunk via setting on fire easily 200 ships, and I can't get this damn achievement to pop. Oh, and I ultimately, I just reached the conclusion, like, last Wednesday, I told Kelsey, like, sweetie, you've watched me. She's tired of, she loves Assassin's Creed, and she's tired of this game now. Um, I'm like, you've just watched me put like a hundred hours into this game and I'm not even going to get the, the full completion. I've accepted my fate, but I really, I regret <laughs> probably spending just five, six hours just grinding, trying to get this achievement to pop by setting ships on fire. Sounds painful. Wow. It was awful. And it's 20 points and it's the 20 points. that's going to keep me from getting the full completion. Oh. I don't care about the 20 points, but now I'm going to be stuck with 1830 out of 1850 gamer score and the one that I'm missing is one of the lower ratio ones, like, stuck at 90%. It's so frustrating. Oh, does it man. does it impact your overall enjoyment of the game, or do you think it's still small fry? No, because I, I try not to put achievements into my enjoyment. The game's a solid 5 out of 5 all the way around. I, <laughs> I've loved every second of it, yeah. except these 5 hours lighting ships on fire. So I will say <laughs> that... Um, Based on you talking about this for the last month, I did just buy the deluxe edition <laughs> of Odyssey in the big Uber sale that was on last week. Awesome. So, Awesome. Yeah. Well, hopefully you can get your, your, your ship together. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I've accepted. I'll, I'll have my 99% <laughs> muffed completion through no fault of my own. It's just super frustrating. I can't add it to my list because I have every other Assassin's Creed on Xbox One complete. So it's disappointing, but. I've accepted it, so I regret wasting those five, maybe six hours. But enough of that. Chewy, I believe uh, you have a burning question to ask. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about big milestones here, apparently, you know, rubbing it in and all that. <laughs> and I just. Do you, ha do you have any big milestones? Um, oh, I'm sorry. That was <clears throat> so, anyway. <laughs> You know when you hit like a big milestone age, like when you hit 20 or when you hit 30 or above? And people go up to you and they say, hey, happy birthday. Do you feel any different? Do you feel any different now that you're 30? Do you feel any different? And it's the most annoying question in the world because you're like, well, do I feel any different than yesterday? It's just another day, right? If I felt that different, I'd go to the doctor because there's something wrong with me. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you guys. Now you've hit your milestones. Do you feel any different? Do you feel any different about how achievements feel? Do you feel any different? from how you felt before you hit those big milestones. I'll go first, since, you know, sure. I hit a million first. <laughs> <laughs> um, quick mini sidebar. I, I turn 30 two weeks from today, actually. Um, and every year I always get asked that, like, do you feel different? And I always say yes. In fact, I am much more mature and wise than I was 12 hours ago. <laughs> that is my default response every time I get asked yeah. that. Such but for... <laughs> for achievement hunting I mean, it's no secret i've i've retired i've played some crap in the name of contests but i've retired from contests so now i'm you know i'm playing what i want but the biggest change is every time i would unlock an achievement i would compulsively then open up the tab to make sure it 
tallied up correctly to make sure, you know, it added, because I have had lots of issues with Xbox One not adding up my gamer score correctly. Every single achievement I would unlock, I would check. So that slowed my games down. And even Kelsey was like, you know, it, it's going to work, right? It'll be just fine. And even if it's not fine, it will be fine in like six hours. It's like, yeah, yeah, shut up. I got to do my thing. It was <laughs> compulsive checking. And I could have told you at any point what my gamer score was, all six digits. And honestly, I have no idea what it's at now. I don't check when achievements pop up. I don't check. Like I said, I didn't even know there was a tracker for my set 10 ships on fire because I never checked. And it feels good. It, it's. I feel like I'm more in the game and not in the points. Oh. Well, so that's my biggest thing. So do you think that's you're my- going to feel different, Mr. Roy? Uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, I don't know if it, how it feels just yet, because I'm still stuck on one million. I just can't get off of one million. No, I haven't uh, played any. Uh, I just thought I'd let it sit at one million for a little while. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if I should let it sit overnight so that it just has a nice flat one million when it repopulates the uh, the leaderboards. Or just go ahead and just play something tonight. I don't know. But anyway, um, no, it, it does feel a little different for me in the sense of what my ambitions were. And I'll get more into this. Uh, I, I have this uh, an interview scheduled, uh, and I'm sure that this will be among the questions asked. But, um, yeah, totally. I've, I've been trying... <laughs> I've been trying to hit it for so long. And once you hit it, I mean, obviously it's, uh, there's some letdown in the sense that you, you know, fanatically chase something for a long time. And then once it's over, it's over kind of thing. I, I felt the same thing when the G test uh, ended. And so I don't know, both these things ending at once, I feel kind of like, uh, one of those, uh, uh, missing ships on his tracker that are just floating without, uh, any kind of, you know, destination here. So, but I'll find something to to inspire me soon so sounds like you need you a few challenges maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah i still gotta, still gotta grind out some points because uh somebody uh is just cruel this this month uh well, um, i wanted to punish you chance. for, for so <laughs> you, you cruelly taking have. down x last month with with yeah great cruelty <laughs> yeah <laughs> two the last points minute. that is insane i can't believe it and I actually stayed up to midnight, which I mean, there's so many factors that just were unusual. <laughs> but but uh, my burning question is, which Chivo you popped this week will you actually remember a year from now? So this is something that's memorable. You know, we pop so many achievements that it's just kind of like, you know, just part of the the process you just kind of you know garbage in garbage out or maybe y'all don't do as many garbage chivas as i do but uh which one will you think do you think you'll actually remember a year from now or or more than a year so i mean i can go real quick on this obviously for me my obviously for me it's flex those muscles from uh joyride turbo now i won't remember a crap about the game because i don't have any desire or interest to play in this game but that was the achievement i chose for my 1 million gamer score so obviously i will always remember it uh and uh i i didn't i had no idea that connect joyride had a game that was just like it without the connect and it's called joyride turbo <laughs> that was news to me i i did not know that. i was like wait a minute i've seen these stages before and as I quickly went and got the first achievement in the game, which is the one that hit 1 million with flex those muscles. So yeah, that's the only one really from this week that I think I'll have any lasting impression from. Um, 
Oh, but that's not true completely. I, I just remembered another one real quick. It was from uh, Rare Replay. I finally got around to uh, doing requesting a DJ song from the DJ. That was my longest running preload that I had. I was ke- I kept waiting for it to pop up on the RTDL so that I could get a nice easy 600. Oh no, yeah. Oh, more than that. It's it was like a 11 ratio. So a lot of points on that one. And so I was waiting and waiting to pop that one, and I had it ready to roll since last. I don't know, June. It's, I've had it for over a year. It was my longest running preload, <laughs> and I forgot to do it during the the uh, G desk. I don't know why, but way I to go. To, yeah, I forgot to save it up. It was you know worth three hundred and something points. And but anyway, I went ahead and popped that because it finally appeared on my RTDL, and uh, so I got to go through Jet Force Gemini and relearn the controls yet again, <laughs> and go all the way there and get it done. So yeah, I'll probably remember that one just because. Um, <laughs> of that Jet Force Gemini game, but yeah, there you go. Nice. All right. What about you, Chewy? Uh, you gonna remember? So I mean, I'm not being like I said. I, I think I said most of the games I've been playing this week. None of them are particularly <laughs> memorable. None of them are memorable to begin with. In the slightest. <laughs> I mean, as games, I'll remember them, but no specific achievements. But I will tell you one thing that I did this week, and that is, um. I've mentioned before in the podcast about uh, my three-year-old son uh, and being stuck in lockdown and, and trying to keep them entertained. We did our VSS segment, uh, and I talked about the Connect and trying to get him involved in the Connect as well. Well, uh, he's obsessed with the Cars movies, <laughs> and I remembered that I actually have two Cars games. Now, as an adult gamer. Of course, I have a whole load of kids' games because of the easy score, right? I never actually <laughs> thought before that I could, you know, play them with my kid. <laughs> uh, you mean what they're actually <laughs> intended for? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's, he's quite young, so it's you know, it's early days for introducing him to this kind of stuff. But uh, I did two things with him this week. Uh, I've been playing the Lego games for the J Black's uh, Lego Challenge, uh, and I played a bit of Lego Batman with him which he absolutely loved. But I also introduced him to Cars 2, uh, which he it was like a whole new world for him. He loves the Cars films, like I said. So to get to play as the car- characters in Cars, uh, he was just over the moon. And he actually oh. earned me an achievement in Cars 2, which was perfect uh, because it was... I'll just put it up now. It was called Smashing. And it was for driving a hundred breakable objects, driving through a hundred breakable objects in a single <laughs> event, because nice. he's three. So, and you kind of take it for granted, like how natural it is to hold a controller and use a controller when you've been using one for like thirty years. But mm-hmm. to see him hold the controller for the first time and try and like figure it out, and then proceed to drive endlessly into a wall for about ten mm-hmm. minutes smashing loads and loads of objects without actually going anywhere on the track. It was both frustrating nice. and really, really a proud <laughs> moment at the same time. So is that the first achievement he's ever unlocked? I think, I mean, I think it is, you know, because when we did the connect stuff, it was for games I'd already completed mostly. So I don't think he earned me anything in any of those. So yeah, I'm going to say that that smashing cars two is his first achievement. 
Well, there you go. He's very, that is memorable. Yeah. He's my very own student achievement. <laughs> so in 13 years, when he gets his driver's license, you can remind him not to do what he did then. Yes, that is perfect. And also, it's it's you know it's a British term for something that's great. Smashing. 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 I just think oh, of the wild thornberries with that. I have no idea who they are. No? But in 13 oh, years, man. you should, you might have a million gamer score by then also. So that'd be cool. <laughs> Very good. No comment. <laughs> oh, wait. All right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. have I have I talked questions? have I talked about <laughs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey yet? I believe yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I don't need to talk about it again. Um, but probably the coolest part of that game, I won't spoil it for you, Chewy. Um, since you're gonna play, but it it is in the achievement list. So, uh, you have to battle some mythological creatures. There's a, a cyclops, a minotaur. Uh, Medusa, and part of the DLC is the Cerberus, and those have been genuine highlights of the game. So, just yesterday, I unlocked the Bad Dog achievement for beating the Cerberus, and that was actually an awesome fight. It was very well done, and they kind of throw you into the fight very suspensefully, so I won't tell you how that works out, but when you get there, you'll know what I mean. And it was it was just an awesome fight, very well done. So I will absolutely remember that and the other mythological creature fights. So I have a question. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I've played Assassin's Creed 1 through Unity, and <laughs> it has like time travel and all of that shenanigans. As far as I know, it doesn't have anything. And it has uh, Apple Eden and all of that stuff, but nothing supernatural. Where does this all come from? So I'll give you the least spoilery version that I can. Um, you know the the ancient civilization from the yes. early games. Turns out that those are the gods that the Greeks worshipped. Ah, uh, mind blowing! Right? It actually it's it's very well put together. So the Greeks literally worshipped this ancient civilization as gods. So essentially, the Greek gods are real because here we are talking and interacting with them. I just had a lovely conversation with Hades, and Hades has a bet against Zeus going on. So. But yeah, that's how they mm-hmm. all tie in. Essentially, in Assassin's Creed lore, gods are real. They're ancient civilization people. And yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Zeus is so going to give him hell if he wins. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Well, any other burning questions? Yeah, I have a burning question. If you have a burning sensation when you pop an achievement, do you just go to see the doctor about that? Where is it burning? <laughs> Everywhere. In his, in, in his red Johnson? <laughs> then, then yes. Yes, I would okay. probably get that yeah. checked out. Red Johnson, available on Xbox 360. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, that moves us <laughs> okay. to... Uh, <laughs> I thought I'd just throw a little promo in there. Uh, podcast discussion. Hashtag news. Um, I've been playing uh, a lot of games lately, and so my random topic for the week is that uh, I recently played the Time Machine Golden Isles, just a brilliant game. Not at all anything like Golden or Time Machine Lost Artifacts <laughs> or Time Machine This or Gnome Garden 1, Gnome Garden 2, Gnome Garden 3, Gnome Garden King, Gnome Garden This, Gnome Garden That or any of the 100 other games that 8-Bit Floors has put out that are basically the same game with 
uh, different uh, pixels doing the actions. Uh, so <laughs> it got me thinking. And Artifacts Monday, you're not completely out of the woods. You use the, <laughs> it's the same thing, just different settings. Uh, you know, you got the, uh, it's in a castle world. Oh, okay. It's, uh, okay. It's in, you know, Davy Jones. Uh, okay. And so, which game engine or type of game like that where they just keep doing the same thing over and over again, just repackaging it? Would you like to see again and again where you wouldn't mind, kind of like these 8 bit floor games? And the only one I could think of was, uh, or that I, I don't know. The one that came to mind first was uh, the game Minute. Have y'all played Minute? I have not yet. I own it. Okay, but I haven't played it. I think it's Game Pass. Maybe I'm not sure. Chewie, you played that one? I have. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and so I really enjoyed it too. It basically the gist is, is that you wake up, you have no idea what's going on, and you have one minute to do something, and then you die. <laughs> or wake up again. Um, I can't remember if you die or you just wake up again. But basically, when the clock runs out, that's it. That, you had a minute. You should have spent it better. And so you slowly unlock things. You slowly get further. There's other checkpoints you can finally get to where you wake up there instead of where you started. And it's just all a game that goes one minute at a time. And so all the achievements are related to things you find, uh, actions you take. It's really well put together. But I would like to see that again. So it wouldn't be that hard. You could just like wake up again in a different setting and be like, oh, no, not again. And then that's it. That's all the backstory you need. Like he it just wakes up in weird places and he has a minute to figure out what's going on. And so they could just keep doing it again and again. It's really an uh, easy game in the sense of uh, the graphics are not uh, anything you would uh, really... Uh, write home about but uh just have different settings like that that's the one i would like to see so if they came out with a sequel would they would they call it two minute but what about you man you have something better um i, f- <laughs> I feel like i'm i'm very uh one track mind right now uh but apparently i love my ubisoft games so i not assassin's <laughs> creed though i would play that all day but watchdogs Specifically the sequel, Watch Dogs 2 was fantastic. Um, if they came out with Watch Dogs 2, you know, Deluxe Edition, I would play the crap out of that again. Uh, I've mentioned a couple times, Watch Dogs is my favorite new IP this generation. I adored everything about it. I love the gameplay. I love the style. So if they want to do Watch Dogs 3, which they already are, I don't even care if it's copy-paste of Watch Dogs 2 in a different map. That is fine by me. Do, do they have any achievements that are called, Go the man now, dog? I don't think so, but that sounds very much like something that Marcus, the protagonist of the second one, would say. I'm just curious. Yeah. Have you Chewy? Have you played Watch Dogs, <laughs> Chewy? I know Elroy hasn't. This uh, is a good well, game. I, yeah, I played one. I finished one. Completo. Okay. There, I, just, I don't know. That's kind of what I like about it. The first one, you're Aiden Pierce. He's like this grizzled, you know, mercenary. I'll kill anybody that gets in my way. And then the second one, you're this like 22 year old hipster living in like San Francisco, completely different protagonists it was a nice yeah, well, they kind of Very did well a backwards assassin's creed on that because well mm-hmm. bit, everyone complains about aiden pierce in the same way everyone complains about connor and then everyone seems to well i don't have everyone but people seem Connor's to like the well the watch dogs 2 guy because he's got charisma <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh everyone obviously likes Ezio. but maybe maybe aiden okay, pierce no, is no. more of an altair 
That's what I was going to say, no. actually, because they, they came with Altair and then went to Ezio. Yeah. They went from Aiden and then <laughs> went to Marcus. Sort of that same rapid shift, I guess, or instant shift, whatever. I was I was lying. It's, Connor's not the best. Con- no, Connor's not the best. I totally pulled. I totally fooled y'all there. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Chewy, what about Edward. you? What do you want to see copy pasted? So they kind of already do it, um, but I think there is more variety um, just in the fact that they keep coming up with new ideas, and that is Jackbox. Uh, they make a Jackbox party pack every year, and I am happy for them to continue doing so until the end of time. Because I <laughs> love those games, the the I'll party elements, up. the fun, especially in the last few months. I've played Jackbox games most weeks uh, in the last few months uh, with friends and family, uh, and I just want more, 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 more. Give me more. Would you be? Uh, I assume I know the answer to this, but would you be interested in like a uh, a compilation compilation disc where? They take all the jackboxes and put them together in one massive disc with new achievements. Mm. Would that be something mind-blowing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm happy to have got those completions. I'm not interested in stacking them. Uh, I'd rather Whoa. have more new games, more new variety, and more new different ways for me to abuse my Chrome uh, tabs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, fair I think that would be interesting, actually. Um I've gotten almost every achievement in the Jackbox. There's a couple that I don't have, but I've gotten probably 75% of them completely legit playing through. So I think if they were all on one disc and I didn't, you know, deliberately try to unlock them, I think it'd be fun to see how many of them are actually plausible to earn (laughs) earn legitimately. Yeah, I think think 75% sounds about right to get most things in those games, but there are just those few where you just have to really finagle it to get it yeah, to like work. the the catch the alien with one second left or less yeah. than one second. That's never gonna happen. Or the uh, the mm. um, the werewolf one. Get make everyone a werewolf. Oh the, yeah, uh, like that would never happen. Yeah. Playing legitimately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So well, our next uh, topic of discussion. It's a big deal for some people who uh, were chronic abusers of this, but. Microsoft, with COVID, they shut down custom gamer picks just to, you know, give their support team a break, I guess. Custom gamer picks are back, baby. Woo! Are uh, any of you guys gonna <laughs> gonna change your custom gamer pick? Elroy, you don't have a custom gamer pick. I was gonna say, I've never, <laughs> I, this, I've never used it. I don't even know how to do it. I don't, I've never tried, and I've never had the interest. I've just stuck, is that where my luchador mask is yep. is that what they're talking about yep, yep. okay yeah you could make uh, it battle cat or johnny five or giggle pig or something no i guess what'd be fun it'd be is to take that same picture i actually have a luchador mask yes you do i've just, seen the movie yeah it's not so what you just think take it, a... whatever you're thinking it is not that <laughs> holy crap it is not that kind of movie <laughs> but Find an orange. I got a green uh, luchador mask on an orange background, so I could at least find the orange background. My luchador mask is blue, so it'd be kind of funny if I just took a picture like that with in front of an orange background and used that. Um, if you, I don't know, that's I, you should totally do that. And if you take the picture, I will guide you through how to change it because I know you're saying, yeah, I know. You know, anything with technology is is a struggle for you old folks, even even though that's my crew that's okay <laughs> uh, but, but yeah there you go chewy you gonna 
change the Wookiee to a I different mean, Wookiee? No. Why would I? Why <laughs> would I change? <laughs> yeah, it's this does not affect me in the slightest. I've had this that game epic. I've had that version, a version of that game epic since the 360 days. I then oh, did well. an upscale version for the one. I'm not changing that. I never plan to. Um, Very nice. But I will tell you how why this is useful for me is because when I do the Chewie's Challenge Championship things, I do the little banners that I post on Discord, and I take which are always lovely, by the way. Beautiful, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I always take people's gamer picks to make those little banners, and some of them are truly atrocious. And I'm assuming <laughs> it's because people haven't been able to have their nice custom ones. Or at least that's the excuse that I'm hoping people are going with. So from now on, if people have a bad one, I will be uh, poking them to... No more excuses, guys. No more excuses. Got to have a really beautiful game of pick for my lovely yeah. graphics. <laughs> what about you, X? I feel like I probably change mine every six months, so I'm I'm probably due for a change. I had Lightning for a while, and then I actually went to Cassandra when uh, Odyssey came out. And then I switched, I think, back to a different lightning, and now I'm Yuna from Final Fantasy X. So I'm probably due for another change. You should just take a picture of your mustache and put it on there. Just the just the stash? Just the stash. <laughs> eh, I don't know. I even on the three sixty days actually I was always lightning. So I, I think I'll I'll stick with my awesome female protagonist <laughs> gamer pick. Oh, well, we have a third topic. Yeah, we do. Chewy, Chewy do you want to take this one? Because Elroy knows nothing about it, and I just did one. <laughs> well, do we so do any we of have... us know anything about it? So, so there was <laughs> a little was, event that, was... <laughs> that happened this week. That was me using a lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a little little event that happened this week, and that was the uh, PlayStation 5 reveal at the Sony event. Have you at least seen a picture of it, Elroy? Do you know what it looks like? I, I Honestly, I haven't. I don't know anything about it. So if you took, I know that there, I know that there's a PlayStation Five, and that they announced some details about it. But that, honestly, that's the extent of my knowledge in this area. I mean, it's it's a very meme-worthy look of a console. It's it's an odd-looking thing. It's uh, it's huge, uh, like it, an it's obelisk. Apparently, the the biggest um, home console ever released, volume-wise. Yeah, and and I'm not too yeah. sure why that would be. I mean, is it just because it's so super duper powered? that it needs to fit all of that power into a, a towering block? Um, I mean, I don't want to spread rumors, so I'll just give the ultra-short version. Again, this is just rumor to hearsay. Sony didn't say anything. But basically, they had to overclock their console to stay kind of close to Microsoft in terms of uh, CPU output, uh, but the mm. overclocking led to a ton of overheating issues. So the rumor mill suggests that the size of the console is because they have so damn much cooling in there just, it's just, just one big fan basically. it's just one big fan basically right again right. totally totally rumor mill but now that you've seen the size of the console it it seems believable i wouldn't wouldn't doubt it being true but again i'm, I'm not yeah. not saying it's a fact yeah i mean it seems like they could have the same form factor but just a little bit sleeker um but yeah that sounds about right <laughs> but, but um you know console aside they also revealed uh, a bunch of games coming to that console and quite a few of those are expected to be exclusives or at least timed exclusives but there were a good handful that they uh, subsequently also said were coming to xbox series x uh do you did you see what those ones were guys do you care yeah what those um <laughs> i mean let's like we'll go through the list if you have anything to say i guess you can you can chime in um i think the biggest one probably is Resident Evil 8 Village. I think it's actually just called Resident Evil Village. Uh, I know mm. people are excited about that one, but I, again, I don't 
I don't do it's, Resident it's one Evil. Of those clever, it's one uh, of those clever things where the word eight or the number eight Roman numerals is hidden in the word village. Oh, that's pretty See? cool. I, that is fantastic, actually. I just saw that. I had to look at it. Yeah. It's, it's almost like they, cool. they, they knew that they were doing the eighth thing and then they wrote a whole load of words down to figure out <laughs> what could fit. <laughs> and that's what they landed they, on. Uh, now, Resident Evil, that's like a series that I used to just really be into. And I mean, freaking Nemesis. And I mean, I was on board and everything. And I don't know. I just fell off the, the whole franchise. I don't know. I haven't played one probably since Nemesis. And I think they've had a few since then. So, Well, maybe with uh, your your pending retirement, you can get back into Resident Evil. <laughs> whoa. whoa. I'm, I'm just assuming. <laughs> yeah, so I, um, I played up to five, and then uh, similarly, yeah, six got such poor reviews, I just couldn't be doing with it. Uh, so I haven't done any since then. But obviously, the new ones have been very, very well received, and this one takes the style of seven, so the first person style, and continues with that. So looks interesting. <laughs> yeah, I since we're sharing our stories, I watched my uncle play one, two, and three. Um, and I was like way young when they came out, but I could I can handle watching someone play that. But then once I'm playing, I, I can't do it. So that's <laughs> that's me. Um, they also announced Hitman Three, which is the conclusion to the the reboot trilogy. If you're unfamiliar, it was Hitman and then Hitman Two, and Hitman Three will be the <laughs> third one because it's three. Yeah. The first two have been fantastically oh, I get received, it. right? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I'm, you know. The the village was obvious, but Hitman Three really makes you think. That's uh, never played any of them, but yeah, yeah, it's it's sort of on my to playlist at some point. But they've been very well received. I know people are looking forward to that. We got uh, sports ball, obviously NBA Two K Twenty One, which is pretty much mm-hmm. the same game it's been for the past. I don't know how many are there. Twenty one years, more, twenty five years, less. I, I would probably get that one if I wasn't boycotting the franchise. Why is that? For obvious reasons. Oh, if it's not <laughs> obvious, it's because they did not come out with the prelude for NBA oh, K, whatever the hell it was, and they they oh they said they decided right then and there oh we're gonna give it to PlayStation, but we're not giving it to Xbox. I don't know if that was NBA Two K nineteen. It might have been. Um, they set a precedent. Yeah, they you're set a right. Precedent with it was it with the I think, prelude. I think seventeen mm-hmm. prelude had achievements. Yeah, I think it was seventeen. Yep, and they just said, "Hey, we're not going to do those achievements." Uh, sorry, no, no luck there. And so, uh, ever since they said no more prelude achievements, I said no more NBA two K. <laughs> Get out of here, NBA two K. Take your twenty one with you. Yeah, taking a stand, really showing it to them. Yeah, right. You're really I sticking am. it to the man there. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I think what surprised me probably the most of the games coming is GTA Five is getting ported to PS5 and Series X again. So that will be three straight generations that have GTA Five, which makes even Skyrim look good because that was technically only two generations. But let's be yeah. honest, they'll probably they'll probably do a Series X Skyrim. Port. It is a bit and ridiculous. I'll... I saw a picture where they showed like. The, the timeline of all the GTAs, and they were like, in a seven-year period, we had GTA 3, Vice City, uh, San Andreas, San Andreas. And GTA 4, and then in the same sort of period, we've had GTA 5, GTA 5, yeah. and GTA <laughs> and 5. And guess what? <laughs> <laughs> which one, uh, which is the location of GTA 5? I, I, I've never played it. I think it's New York San City, Andreas right? San Andreas as well. 
Oh, it's San Andreas. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Los, the Los okay. Angeles gotcha. type city. Yeah. All right. And then Control is also getting ported to PS5 and Series X, though my understanding, my understanding again from what I've seen, is PS5 will have to pay for it again versus Series X, it has the smart delivery. So if you already own it on Xbox One, you get the free upgrade to Series X, where it doesn't seem PlayStation is doing that. I could be wrong, again, mm. but that's one of the articles I read. That's what they were sort of complaining about. Yeah, and what's not, what is not clear on either GTA V or, or Control is that whether it will be similar to the upscaling between 1 and 1X, will it be a whole new achievement list, or will it just simply be the equivalent of, um, a, 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 you know, the same list, just ported over? Right, like the X enhancements, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the only other thing really that we have out of the Sony event, there's two games. I think this is very interesting personally. Um, Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo. I, we won't go into what they are because they might not even come to Xbox. Um, they might, they might not. We don't know. Right now, they're at least time exclusives for PS5, possibly permanent exclusives, but they're both Bethesda published games. And if you guys know Bethesda, they have a hella history with Microsoft. So that, actually really struck me as like whoa what happened there who burned those bridges for bethesda to partnership with sony because that is that's weird to me mm. like i said i don't know if I you guys i don't know if you guys follow that i don't that, know but... anything about it I, no. no i never noticed it and i don't no. know anything about those games Very yeah microsoft has today. had had the marketing the partnership for i'm pretty sure every bethesda published game call me out if that's <laughs> incorrect but i think every bethesda published game um has been promoted by xbox they even released morrowind on xbox that was like hey i think microsoft paid for exclusivity on that one like they have history bethesda and microsoft right. so it's really weird seeing them go to sony interesting did you guys see the trailer for pragmata i yeah what did i watch <laughs> it was yeah i mean exactly that's how I, that's what that was the overriding feeling there that i was, was trying to figure out how to respond and that seemed to be the only way to respond japanese weirdness I mean, yep. Capcom at its <laughs> Oh man, finest. now you got me. Uh, yeah. Now I gotta go look it up. Capcom at its finest. Guy in a giant is, mech is suit, a... little <laughs> robot girl, flying into space to the moon. That sounds oh, whoa, right. whoa. Is, it, it, is, that, is that where uh, Fug got that weird gif he sent out that one time of the throwing the cat at some guy's buttocks and thing explode? No. Uh, <laughs> no idea. <laughs> Okay. No comment. Well, that... <laughs> well, and, and other questions. Um, Pete Tart wants to know boxer briefs. Chewy. So, I mean, I famously don't wear any <laughs> any clothes at all, uh, let alone <laughs> pants or, or or underpants, under, underwear. Uh, you and X have so much in common. <laughs> right. So, does an <laughs> does an ammo belt count? Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, yeah free. Okay. I, I guess so. Why not? Um, <laughs> uh, I go with boxer briefs because you know uh, the boxers is a little too loosey goosey for me, and uh, uh, the briefs uh, they gotta get wedged in places I don't want wedges. So I just uh, use the, the boxer briefs. <laughs> yeah, I, I split the difference. Yeah, I there like it. Go. I like it. I uh, mm. very specific. I, I only wear Fruit of the Loom hundred percent cotton boxers. <laughs> Why anybody listening would care or want to know anything that we just yeah. said in the past minute i don't know but uh, there you know. go p tart 
So I that was her I burning was question. Delroy as a G, as a G string kind of guy, a G string vest, <laughs> G string string vest kind of guy. <laughs> well, the, uh, she has a better question. Thank God. Uh, yeah, what game should she play for her 500th completion? Uh, well, I'm going to take myself out of this equation <laughs> because I already know which game she is actually going to play. Uh, because I've been waiting for her to do it for two freaking, no, three freaking weeks because I was supposed to do a milestone musings with her on it. And, uh, and then she started dragging her feet and like, oh, I'm going on vacation and I'm spending time with my family or something. I don't know. Lame. I, come on, P-Tart. Get it together. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I don't know. Uh, I hope it's not the answer. I think she should finish Gears Pop because her name is P-Tart for Pop-Tart. So Gears Pop-Tart. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But, but surely to it. get that completion, she can't ever complete any other games ever because that's right. never going to happen. I'll <laughs> say, <laughs> I'll just tack on a few more months. So I, yeah, at this uh, point. I did some research into this uh, by purely plugging the word pretty into the TA <laughs> search box. And the oh, top nice. achievement that came out was for Untitled Goose Game. Huh. Pretty. Nice. And she Huck. has not done that. She has not started it. She has not played it. So I believe... She should start and finish Untitled Goose Game and get the Hawk. pretty achievement, which I think is a, a pretty, pretty good, decent actually. show. Yeah, oh, that... you did some research there, man. I'm proud of you. <laughs> and it's a good game, too. It's not even like just, yeah. oh, whatever, pretty. It sounds good. Like, that's, that's well done. Which I, I'm I'm just trying to think of which achievement that is. Is that for like dressing the goat or the goat the goose up? Oh, well, uh, you, when you put- so when I said I did research, I mean I looked up the word and then I closed the tab. <laughs> <laughs> I think well, I've played through most of the game. I just I just got two more speed runs. But okay. there's one where you have to pretend like you're a statue, and this one lady puts a sounds- uh, a hat on you <laughs> or something like that. So I bet it's that one. But uh, I don't know. Pretty 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 pretty. I'm looking it up. Looking it dress up. Dress up the bust. I know. It's the one where you put the clo- the clothes on the bust in the lady's garden. Oh, okay. Yeah, same place, but yeah. I got you. Keep me to it. Okay. All right. Well, well uh, any other questions? So, achievements that require daily logins, like log in 10 days consecutively, or, you know, things like that. Um, do you... Oh, you know how I feel about that. Do you guys have mm-hmm. favorites? Most hated? Most unfavorite? Most satisfying? Most worth it? How? Whatever. How do you feel about it? Uh, courtesy of I th- Doughboy. I, th- I think we all have the same answer for our first one on that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll let someone else say the obvious one, but I I would like to tack on to it the uh, Microsoft Games one where you have to log all in each them. day of the month. Yeah, all of those. Uh, so I'd like to throw that hat into the ring, although it has nothing on the one that someone else is going to say. <laughs> yeah, so I've never done any of those Microsoft ones, uh, although I, they're always on my list of should I, shouldn't I. But the main reason I haven't is because I get confused about all the various different ways you can stack them. Because mm-hmm. like, there's the phone ones, there's Windows 8, Windows 10, and I want to try mm-hmm. and be as efficient as possible. And in trying to be as efficient as possible, I just don't do anything because I get paralyzed by <laughs> confusion. Indecision. Yeah, exactly. Indecision. Uh, so the only yeah. ones I could think of that I've done of these kind are Roblox. 
There it is. Yep, that was that was my answer too. Actually, I do have a story to go with it. Um, once you're done with whatever you have to say, well, just I mean, it's just an awful idea and a terrible achievement. That's pretty much the whole story. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be so bad if it actually tracked. Yeah, so but, uh, I believe I, th- I believe like with most of these, the other ones I have are the True Achievements app and yeah. a terrible Windows Phone game called What in the World, uh, which oh, is. Yeah. I think that's only for doing it five days, but I think all of them are based on not your own time zone. They're based that on is correct. some random yep. time zone for the game, which for the True Achievements app is UK time, I believe. Uh, but for Roblox and what in the world, who knows? <laughs> Lithuania, <laughs> yep. let's say. <laughs> yeah, my, my Roblox story, it, it's... Probably not that great of a story. Um, but G-Task 2016, that's the one where I made it to the finals and I was going all out. I deliberately waited to start that so that I could sync my 10-day achievement during the semifinals week and then my 20-day achievement during finals week. So I'm kind of proud of my, my planning there. But you're absolutely right. It was based on Lithuania time or something. So I had an okay, alarm so. set for... When did I get home from school? I was at my old school then. I got home, I think, like, 3.30. So I had an alarm set for, like, 4.15 every day. Just freaking play Roblox. It was awful. Yeah. Um, for 20 straight I, days. Well, what's also awful is if you didn't know that about it. And so you just keep hoping that, <laughs> that, that this will be the day. And I think I went several months trying to get the, oh, what, 30 day? It's uh, a, I mean, a 10 and, and a 20, it, I believe. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I can remember. Whatever it was, uh, the last one I could not get. And I even had my my wonderful wife uh, log in and <laughs> and complete one round of something on, on when I was out on vacation. And I mean, it was bad. And, I, I hated that and one. And you, you can't even cheese that one with the clock because it's, it's based on their server time. Uh, so yeah. Unlike Dermot's the Microsoft question, games. question included, what is your favorite and what was the most worth it? And I think the answer is never. Hated. never favorite, <laughs> yeah, never none of them it. and never, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a terrible I think idea for an achievement. Yeah. Um, Chewy, I feel like you should take this next question because it's kind of it's kind of your baby here. Oh yeah, it's so it is. Well, technically it's J Bucks, but yes. <laughs> uh, so J Buck himself. Uh, originator of the famed Lego challenge that's currently running in AH101. Or infamous, asks, you know, depending uh, on who you oh. ask. <laughs> uh, lots of people are jumping on that challenge. Uh, I think it's 23, 24 that we've got going on it. What moment. is wrong with these people? Pretty good. Um, people say they love it, but people also say they hate it. What would be a series that you would like to see turned into a challenge to help clear up a backlog? for that series. So I'll take this one first. Uh, for me, the series I have the most games for that I have sitting in the backlog is one that we've just talked about, and that is Assassin's Creed. When so... did we talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> I got it, like I think I said I got up to Unity. Uh, so I have sitting in the backlog, I have the rest of Unity, I have Syndicate, I have... Odyssey, I have Origins, I have all of the Chronicles ones. I have all of those games. And you I have to three do remastered if you I have Odyssey three remastered. Gold. I don't even don't even get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to avoid the stacks. Um, and but... Liberation remastered if you never played. 
week. Uh, so yeah, but but that will not. I mean, this Lego thing is a month, right? I'm not. No one is clearing those games in a month. So this would have to be a year-long thing, kind of like the Vayners or the RP Gainers. I think we'd have to have Assassin's Creed as the series of the year or something like that. But I would be very happy to see that. The ass creators. <laughs> yeah, that's a genre. Yeah, I uh, I didn't realize there's so many of them that I hadn't played. So that's actually a pretty good answer. But I've been doing uh, my own uh, challenge. I just against myself for whatever reason. I've been going through all the Dead Rising games this year. Uh, most of it is because of my boosting partner, uh, Dark Two K Ten, that uh, was so kind to carry me through a couple of them <laughs> and help me get a, uh, some really nice achievements, but. Um, I'm sad to report that I, I guess we had a falling out or something. I don't know. Like, uh, I've, if you're listening, Dark 2K10, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for whatever I did. <laughs> he won't return any of my messages. And so at this point, I feel like I'm stalking him. So I stopped sending messages. But um, I see him still getting achievements in other games. So he's he's not laying in a ditch somewhere. So I don't know what I did, but uh, I, I guess I upset him. So uh, there you go. I'm reaching out to you, buddy. But uh, Dead Rising, um, I, I've got most of those now, and that are the pretty much the ones that I think would be very doable in a month because that's another long series because there's a lot of remasters and everything like that. But anyway, I think I just really wanted to take this opportunity to say, Dart Two K Ten, man, you all right, bud? All right, I don't know what I did. <laughs> huh. So maybe I said something, some offensive. Maybe I accused him of being a Scotsman or something. I don't know what I did. I'm just saying, the last time I accused somebody of being a Scotsman, we, we got to know each other much better than we initially had, so. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, uh, I'm just pretending I'm not here right now. Sorry. <laughs> and speak- sorry that was such a downer right. there. I mean, yeah. Well, speaking of, of Scotsman, you mentioned the year of the Vayner, the year of the RP Gainer. Um, my answer is, is a Final Fantasy challenge. Just not RPGs, but specifically Final Fantasy. Because I played a bunch of RPGs this year. Um, lots of lots of chemcos, but Final Fantasy. I I want to play them. I love them. They're just so long. I can't bring myself to to do it. That's gonna be Especially more than after month, like a right? hundred hours in, you know, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. How many times have I mentioned that now? Like I don't have a Final Fantasy RPG <laughs> in me now. So a challenge would would probably inspire me because I actually want to play those. Unlike the Legos that I. I want to passively play them, if that makes sense. I don't know. But uh, we have one last we, question. We, we, oh, yeah. What? We got one last question that uh, that you can bring up uh, uh, Ask Creed Odyssey in, unless you cut that <laughs> ship out. <laughs> nice. Um, this one comes to us from our friend Vulgar Latin. And again, after playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I now know some vulgar Greek. <laughs> See how I tied that in? Come on, that was pretty good. Uh, That's pretty good. good. I know lots of vulgar Greek. Malakas. Uh, But anyway, which classic franchise that hasn't had a release in over 10 years would you most like to see a new game in? This was inspired by the release of Streets of Rage 4. So um, probably (laughs) lots of people are thinking the one that I'm thinking, I would hope and assume. But Banjo-Kazooie, where is Banjo? Where is Banjo 3? He's in hell. I thought it was ukulele. Isn't that Banjo 3? No. Well, in spirit. Hmm. Yeah, I actually agree with you. I, I, I almost went with Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, 
He, uh, that nuts and bolts game, we'll just forget that one ever happened. Even yeah, and though, even so, it was more than 10 years ago regardless. Yeah, for sure. Oh, no, I wasn't implying that. I just I just want to forget that it exists. Oh, gotcha. That's yeah, I haven't played that one. I I own it. It's it's a great it's a great game if they just hadn't tied Banjo and Kazooie to it. I mean, gotcha. they just made it, you know, androgynous, uh, whatever. <laughs> androgynous? You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think that word means what you think it does. <laughs> blobs. <laughs> you just have little blobs, you know, just shapeless blobs so if you could go back in time you would remake that as androgynous blobs nuts and bolts (laughs) now we're talking okay and then the game would have been better received (laughs) as opposed to banjo and kazooie nuts and bolts yes well i uh since i since i already brought up the rumor mill i won't uh, overstay my welcome here with rumors but if you play smash bros you know that banjo kazooie was one of the new dlc characters for super smash bros and that sort of got the whole internet thinking, is that like a sign? Are they reminding us that Banjo-Kazooie exists? So I'm really <laughs> hoping that at this Xbox Series X reveal in July, or not reveal, event, I guess, uh, we got either a new Banjo-Kazooie, even if it's just a remake of the original, or Banjo-3. Um, um, fingers crossed, man. Didn't they, didn't they tease something with Battletoads? Battletoads was last year or the year before? Yeah. That one's on the they way. They didn't actually. They didn't actually create it, though, did they? They're. I mean, they're working on it. They just showed the logo oh. and said, "Hey, we're working yeah. on it. We're not ready to show you anything oh. yet, but <laughs> yeah, we I have battle to." Not hopeful on that one, from what I can gather. <laughs> well, before before Chewy actually gives a good answer, let me give you my crap answer. So my crap answer is uh, I couldn't think of one for over ten years, so I cheated and went seven years, which Dead Island, Dead Island. Uh, they were supposed to have Dead Island 3, and uh, and then freaking uh, Dying Light came out, and I think that was actually what uh, Dead Island 3 was supposed to look like, and then they decided uh, dying, you know, Dead Island's just not going to happen. And uh, I played through all the Dead Islands. Uh, I hate and, to be uh, that guy, my... I hate to be that guy, but it's actually Dead Island 2, because Dead Island Riptide Riptide? was uh, not a numbered sequel. Correct. <laughs> I was just going to let him have that one. I mean, I, I say I hate to be that guy. I'm, happy, I'm actually <laughs> okay, quite happy so to be that guy. <laughs> Dead Island, whatever. Uh, yes. Uh, and yes, I know there's that one little side-scrolling game or whatever, uh, whatever it was. But oh, Rip Toy. Uh, Rip I wanted to- another yeah. retelling, you know, of uh, Dead Island 3 or Dead Island, whatever comes third. And then uh, that also got me thinking, this one's only five years old, but Funk of Titans, man, where's the sequel to that? Oh, I know it's not a franchise, but I just thought I'd throw that in there. He actually he appears in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It's crazy. <laughs> he starts jumping on people's <laughs> heads. <laughs> don don don. Yeah, it's a. Yeah, I like that game. Oh, so, so Funk, I just that reminds me. So Funk of Titans was developed by the guys that did the Blues and Bullets game that I mentioned earlier, the episodic one, mm-hmm. the one where I said that the developer no longer exists anymore. Yeah. So, oh, so it's happen. not going to happen. <laughs> uh, well, before <laughs> Chewie gives his answer... Um, his good answer. His really good answer. Yeah, my when I, we have our document that we use, you know, um, I filled mine in after Chewie, and the game that he put was my first thought when I read it. I'm like, ooh, this game that he's going to talk about, I'm like, this is what I want, and then I saw that he already put that, so then I thought, like, what else? Oh, Banjo-Kazooie, it's just as good of an answer, um, but Chewie, this is what we were both thinking. What would that be? What needs to be brought back? So the game that needs to be brought back is Dino Crisis. 
Dino freaking crisis. Man. Oh my god, this game was so <laughs> good back in the day. Resident Evil, but with dinosaurs. Can you like they've done such a great like I mentioned earlier they've done such a great job with the Resident Evil sequels and the remakes uh, of two and three with that new technology and that new style of of development. If they applied it to dinosaurs instead of zombies, I think we we'd have a a killer game on our hands, and we've never that, we haven't had a decent Jurassic Park game as well, oh, like a proper man. like action horror yeah. or whatever. Not not you know evolution or whatever the management one, but like yeah, a, we haven't what, had a good what, dinosaur game in a long in time. Forever is like in any capacity. Is, uh, <laughs> there we go. In the uh, in the new Dino Crisis, they should have a level where you're being like tracked down by a bunch of velociraptors and so you go into this barn and then you have the some little frail child uh say oh i know gymnastics and then like spin around and like kick a velociraptor through the side of the barn because that's awesome and realistic why does that sound so familiar (laughs) (laughs) i give you worst cinematic (laughs) moment in history but anyway go ahead yeah Dino Crisis. So, <laughs> Dino I mean, Crisis. Yeah, what else? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think that game is ripe for us. Uh, and, and I I feel like they have been teasing it, but they haven't been teasing it at the same time. I, I think the internet is kind of every time, like you said before, when people uh, kept saying they want that other game. I can't even remember what you said now. <laughs> but yeah, now people <laughs> want Dino Crisis. When people when they tease like a new Resident Evil or something like that. Everyone's like, is it Dino Crisis? Could it be Dino Crisis? I was going to add, it's not even like... They would certainly sell plenty of copies. There's very much a demand for a Dino yeah. Crisis game. Even, even Pe- without, people want this. Yeah, even without the nostalgia for the original series, just a really cool dinosaur game would shift oh, units. Absolutely. Hell yeah. That's true, too. Yeah, everyone likes dinosaurs. I hadn't even thought of it like that. So there you go. Well... All right, oh. Dino Crisis. It would it be Dino Crisis three, or would they just call it Dino <laughs> Crisis? I think I think a full ground up remake, reboot, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on board with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, Dino Dino Crisises. Dino Crises. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's contests, right? Yeah, but, um, I'm sure Chewie knows all about it. So let's talk about the Game Attack Challenge. This month's Game Attack is Mr. Freaky Row, as we've discovered is the correct pronunciation. Yeah, I again, I love trying to butcher gamer tags, and then I end up getting it right. Who knew? Yeah, otherwise known as Mr. Essential. Uh, so if you get uh, any uh, achievements from games, starting with the letters from Freaky Ro, that's Freaky Ro, not Mr. Essential, uh, you'll complete the gamer tag. His chosen game is Lonely Mountain Downhill, Something that you're very familiar with, Elroy. <laughs> yeah, it's a good game, actually. Did you end up getting that completion? You did, didn't you? Uh, not not yet, yet, no. Oh, well, uh, I still got get, a, a, get an a achievement or the completion in it, and you can uh, get that bonus point in the contest that you don't take part in. <laughs> uh, but uh, his, his bonus is actually a really interesting one. Uh, because his uh, alias is Mr. Essential on the community, the bonus is for getting achievements that represent some of the essentials for survival by which we mean any achievements that refer to food items water or shelter or alcohol 
Uh, yeah, drinks, I think. <laughs> Food, drinks. Uh, <laughs> essential. Uh, alcohol is definitely essential to survival. I think <laughs> air is on the list as well. I don't think it's mentioned here, but yes, air Ooh, as well. Yeah. Air, ah, it's air overrated. Is important. But not fire, mm. strangely enough. <laughs> yeah, so get any uh, achievements that relate to that. And if you're unsure about an achievement and whether it counts, go onto the Discord and at Kushmoose because he loves it when people just at him. Does this one work? Does this one work? Does this one work? Uh, it sounds like he doesn't actually like it. Yeah, I think like that's, that's what I got from that. Is... <laughs> I'm reading between the lines here. Yeah, but oh, it's, right. it's still a cool yeah. idea. Definitely a cool idea. Yeah, that's actually one of my favorite ones so far. His name works very well for that. So, all right, that brings us to Bradcam. Sure does. Elroy, why don't you take completion since you are already uh, there? All right, uh, Crappy Adam seventy nine <laughs> has one hundred fifty completed games. Dunkos three hundred games. Vulgar Latin, who's on mute, three hundred fifty completed games. And RPG Davy, who really likes the genre of action games, <laughs> is six hundred and fifty completed games. Very nice. Uh, yep. On to completion percentage. We have some real high ones this week. AZ Mongoose mm. is up to 27%, and <laughs> Chesno is up to 31%. Wow, really plying themselves, yeah. aren't they? <laughs> Should um, I take those streaks? Oof. Yeah, please save us, save us the pain. Streaking. So I'm going to start high and then drop down low, okay? So Smart. 25-day win streak, Eliphalet. 50-day streak... Our retiree millionaire, X the Hero. That's so bizarre. Uh, another 50-day streak, Crunchy Goblin, 68. And another 50-day streak for Dunkos. And then going on to the real high end, we've got Bastion Reader, who has 900 days, and Mr. Saucy Slingo on 2,250 days. How many Jeez. years is that for anyone with quick Alexa, math? how many years is 2,250 um, days? Six and some change, I think. <laughs> that is some streaking. Uh, on the other end <laughs> of the scale for our Streak King 10-day achievement win streaks, we have the following. Freemhole, Kushmoose, Hawkeye Berry, AZ Mongoose, Hatton 90, Jablach, Triple tri- Triad, and Lady Licky. Our are, are what? Scrub 10-day streaks, right? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. That's Ugh. awesome. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, although I have to say I am part of this, and I just broke my streak in order to get my Ooh. next 10 days. So, Ugh. scrubs unite. Congrats. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, scrubs uh, and, and Scotsmen share some of the same letters. Fun fact. So, Ratio <laughs> Kushmoose has a ratio of 1.7. And AZ, I assume Arizona, Mongoose, has a ratio of 2.0. Woo! Yeah, that's that's high. <laughs> In Achievements 1, Hack and Pone has 4,500. Chesno <laughs> has 5,000. Death Dealers has 6,500. Eliphalet has 13,000. 500 vulgar latin 19,500 triple triad 27,000 and blue thunder 398 has 34,000 achievements won totally skipped over his seven wait what did i do oh i did blue thunder 7398 
<laughs> my bad. There you go. My bad. It's my, well, he probably he probably wants to make sure that it's him. You know, so he's probably looking around and asking. No, no, that was that was a, that was the... a good catch. That's completely on me. Blue Thunder seven three nine eight. Yeah, he came late to the Blue Thunder game. <laughs> game score. J Black has three hundred thousand game score. Freem Hole. 350,000 game score, Vulgar Latin, 600 big ones, Blue Thunder, 7398, has hit, wait, wait, is this right? <laughs> yeah, what the hell, man? Is this, is this, <laughs> this? have we got another millionaire? <laughs> Blue Thunder, I mean... 7398, has hit 1 million gamer score, and that's the end of the gamer score milestones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one else really matters what? here. Although yeah, um, I uh... will take this time to insert an obvious joke: is Elroy, this guy's stealing your blue thunder for the seven thousand three hundred ninety-eighth time, oh, too, man. Because um, Elroy, <laughs> oh millionaire Jay, a million gamer score as of like five hours before recording this, man. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, and it took the next five hours putting together an chip, man. Ah, technology and gifts that yeah. should have taken 30 seconds to do. Um, Indeed. We will be talking about that a little later, so if you want to hear all the deets about Elroy's Million, stay tuned for a Milestone Musings. Yeah. But, uh, uh before you then... You're going to kick me out so I'll you be can there. carry on chat. Yeah, you'll be on, you'll be on mute. You're there in spirit. <laughs> uh, but before milestone musings, TA score, Michael KV has 300,000. AZ Mongoose is all over this chart today, has 300,000. Eliphalet has 550,000. Ahazo at 750,000. Isrit has 1.4 million. And Elroy, oh, millionaire J, has 1.5 million TA score to go with his 1 million gamer score. Because his ratio is well, a pretty got. solid 1.5 these days. It's exactly right because uh, once I saw I hit that one uh, one and a half million uh, TA score, I knew I could go back to playing garbage games. Because I want to <laughs> say that I hit one million and still had a ratio of one point five. So uh, I, that's part of the reason I pulled out Jet Force Gemini and a couple other ones that uh, took a little longer. But that was the reason I wanted to make sure I didn't dip to like a one point four nine at the last second. So. Uh, my math said that if I hit 1.5 million TA score, that I was set. You're so in the clear. Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, leaderboards. Yeah. Uh, yeah. About leaderboards. that. <laughs> yeah. About that. Uh, Bastion Reader is now in the top 500 of uh, first-person shooter in TA. And Death Dealers. Yes. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, that's an important yeah. distinction. Uh, Vulgar Latin is in the top 2,000 of completed games leaderboard. I'm not sure how many that is that get you in the top 2,000. <laughs> I don't know that we were tracking the top 2,000. But uh, uh, Death Dealers is now in the top 200 of the Ohio Gamer Score leaderboard for first-person shooter. Not to be confused with the True Achievement leaderboard for first-person shooter that Bastion Reader is in the top 500 <laughs> of. And Hawkeye Berry 20 is now in the top 20,000 of max possible completion percentage leaderboard. I would just say Hawkeye Berry 20. If you want to be in the top 10,000, consider a gamer tag change to Hawkeye Berry 10. That's real life events. That is that's how that works. Keeping it real here <laughs> on, if, on AH101. If you would like your milestones read, 
Make sure to add the new AH101 hashtag 4639TA profile or ask about it in the Discord. We'll be happy to add you, and we would love to read some of your milestones on the air. Awesome. Does anybody got some trivia? So uh, I, I'm actually going to handle the trivia for this week. I have a very Ooh. relevant one. Um, so you oh, guys, yeah. Elroy, you can probably text me because I know it's hard to make you switch between texting and Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Chewy, send me a, a DM on Discord. But here is the question for this week's trivia. According to TrueAchievements.com, how many achievements contain either the word million or the numeral Ooh. One million, that is a one followed by six zeros. So how many total achievements have either the numeral one million or literally the word million? Send me your answers now. Ooh, that's a good one. I Um, thought you would like that one, yeah. I do, I like it. That's, uh... And I hope I don't flub this terribly, (laughs) because I always yell at y'all for making such terrible guesses. So, um... Hmm... All right, the answers are in, and they could not be more different. Um, no, wait, Chewie is sending number. No, wait, a different number. No, wait, Chewie, what are you doing, man? Uh, let's just go with my first answer. Go with go with your first answer. All yeah. right. So again, the question was, um, according to TA, how many achievements have the numeral one million or the word million in it? Chewie Chewy says there are thirty. <laughs> okay. And, Okay. Hawkeye, uh, Barry 30, huh? Yeah, right. uh, right. Chewie so. says there's 30, and Elroy texted me 398. Thanks, uh, Blue Thunder. I stole your thunder, baby. <laughs> so you guys are but, very opposite ends of the spectrum. Chewie, I would just like okay. to ask, did you forget that Millionaire <laughs> contains the word million? Well, yeah, I just figured there weren't that many of them. Okay. Uh, did you forget that there's probably more than 30 Neo Geo games with <laughs> yeah. achievements for score a million? <laughs> and bollocks. then the stats. Oh, bollocks indeed. Uh, the correct answer, Elroy, you are the winner. Very much so. There are 353 achievements. Whoa, man, I got really close. That's um, awesome. Fun fact for you. Um, three of those come from the 1 million numeral with no commas. 88 of them come from 1 million with commas. And then the rest of them come from the word million. And a lot of those with the word million are millionaire. So in my defense, (laughs) every time that I've listened to one of these recently, uh, Elroy has been very disappointed because when he asks the question, people say like, oh, there's like 300, there's like 300. And and Elroy's like, wait, no, there's like five. Was that your impersonation of me or was uh, so many questions? That was generic podcast guest. Uh, Yeah, and he's like, no, there's like three. You're idiots. You're all idiots. So I thought I would I would play the non-idiot card by going low. Turns well, out. Well, we see how that yeah. works out. I'm an idiot. <laughs> and I'm just I am just so glad that I didn't just uh show my uh my ineptness on that so I can continue to uh make fun of y'all when y'all give those terrible answers. <laughs> 
There you but, go. Uh, 30? I mean, you take that 30 and you take that zero off and you get the top three gamers by gamer score in Scotland. Number three, Dracozaw. Number two, Atex Unleashed. And number one, Rockin' Roosters. And on that note, that, uh, that'll do it for number 99, the last show ever from AH101 with only two digits. So that's pretty cool. So thanks for listening. You can find us in the usual places, Twitter, Mixer, Discord. We have a patron, Patreon, if you'd like to become a patron. Um, so, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And thanks. And uh, top three kinds of sharks. <laughs> Mako shark, hammerhead, and great white shark is number one, of course. Top three countries that Chewy is not from. <laughs> Scotland, <laughs> Ireland, Wales. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, by the way. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> Have a great night. Bye-bye. Later. I know for one that I like robots and toitles. But let's talk about the former with Mechorama. Domo Arigato, Mr. Ratbato. In this puzzle, Rat, you control some robots through 51 puzzles in order to obtain that blessed 1K gamer score and a completion to boot. So why 51? Well, I'm glad you asked, because you have to complete a custom stage for 90 gamer score, and then you do the full set of 25 easy level puzzles to get 190 more gamer score, and then you move on to the 25 medium level puzzles to get another 630 gamer score. Yes, I know. Those of you who do quick math know that it only equals 910 gamer score. Where is this missing 90 gamer score? Well, it's obtained for getting electrocuted by one of the enemies in the game. <laughs> that is not overly difficult to obtain given that there is level select, but also because of what I found to be the biggest obstacle in the game, controlling that dang robot. So when I played through, I swore Skynet was up and running for the robot would just periodically just fall off the map for no good reason. Or start doubling back just to go forward one square, which happened on several occasions. Now these electrocuting robots, if you get more than, uh, you know, if you get one squarish away from them, yeah, they electrocute you. Now the biggest culprit of this control uh, arm again that was going on was the control cubes. Now the control cubes allow you to move around like all the blocks, which is essential to beating levels. So each stage consists of getting a robot from point A to point B. Obviously, there has to be a lot more to it than just clicking on point B and watching the robot move there, although that would be a pretty awesome game. Uh, but enter control blocks. It allows you to raise the robot. So um, you put the robot on the control blocks, raise it up, and then you have uh, access to the upper layer or the lower layer. And it allows you to move a robot across a gap or basically otherwise manipulate the environment to get things out of the robot's way. The spinning control blocks, now those were the bane of my existence for the two-ish hours I spent on this game. I'm not sure if I was just doing it wrong, but I would try to slowly spin the thing. like, And I, it doesn't work like you would think it works. And then the thing would just freak out. And sometimes it would just fling my robot if it was standing on there just fling it off and and then i'd have to start all over because once the robot falls off of the structure 
you have to restart. Uh, you can just walk around looking at the map on the outside of the map. I uh, didn't really understand that, but um, yeah, it's, it's like you just can't get back on top, you know, like into the level. You can just walk around, and look at it like a pedestrian of sorts or a spectator. But with these spinning control blocks, I, I, I don't know, man. Like, uh, I don't know if you're supposed to move this, the control stick or the the whatever the the left control stick in a clockwise motion or a um, or counterclockwise or if you're supposed to move it up, down, left, or right. Uh, but I, I played the whole game and I feel like I still don't know exactly what I was doing with those things. Um, and so I think that you'll probably agree with me when you get to them, uh, that they are, they're no bueno, man, no bueno. So, uh, you'll get your first taste of them. I believe it's like right out of the gate. It's like stage three or four and, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. Uh, so when I was playing those those particular maps, I, I took a little longer, which added to my total completion time uh, because it got very frustrating <laughs> to watch my robot just go flying off or uh, these things just to freak out and knock him off of things. And um, yeah, so be very careful with the spinning uh, uh, control blocks. That's that's my uh, main advice in this game. All right. So. Other than that, uh, there's a second robot in the game. Yeah, two robots. Well, more than two if you count the enemy robot. Uh, there's only one type of uh, enemy. And then there's a fourth robot that just randomly showed up uh, in one of the later stages. Uh, but uh, you won't see much of that guy. But uh, there's uh, the second robot. He's um, he's red. The main robot's yellow. So the yellow robot is the one you will use on most of the stages. It mostly moves where you click, assuming there is an available path. If there's no path, he won't move at all. And also assuming that he doesn't freak out and just leap over the side like a lemming. Now, the red robot, it's uh, even more useless. <laughs> Honestly, it has no controls. It just walks around and bumps into stages. Uh, like bumps into, like, obstacles, wherever, whatever's in the way. It reminded me a lot of some of my students. But uh, there's a couple of stages that is built around it actually being in your way so you have to kind of slowly move it down the the gambit of the level and then until you can get around it and there's a couple others where uh, it's the only available robot so you have to manipulate the environment in order to get from point a to point b since it only changes directions when it bumps into things or otherwise um the well they're that's not true because you have these control blocks you can lift from underneath them. So like it's walking along in a straight line. You raise the control block underneath them. It's just sitting there floating on this block. And then it slowly rotates because it can't go straight anymore. So it rotates 90 degrees. If it can't go that way, it rotates 90 degrees. So it'll sit there and just rotate on top of this block until you get it pointed in the correct direction. Uh, you'll use that on several stages. Um, but yeah, that's that's the essence of the red robot. Um, but all in all, game's not terribly difficult. Uh, I found it faster to pretty much solve the first 10 or so, or 8 to 10. I, I forget at what point I stopped, but uh, to solve them on your own, because otherwise you're just kind of watching the guide. And I mean, it's pretty obvious on the first, uh, first quarter of the game, because um, there's only one path, and you just have to 
to do it and watch this robot walk really slow. Uh, so I would say start the guide around then once uh, the stages aren't overly simple and uh, the, the the path's not super obvious. Or there's several stages where the switches have to be turned in a certain way in order to proceed through there. And the path that you have to put the switches in, you can't really see very well. So you have to spin all these things and it has to align where the hole and the, the gears, for example, all line up so you can walk the path that's through all the gears. However, you can't see really uh, what's going on on a lot of it, uh, which was really annoying. That was one of the things I didn't like about this game. Uh, so a video guide definitely helps there because you can just be like, all right, well, I just need to rotate this gear three times, this one two times, and you know, and then you can just walk right through and not spend the time trying to figure that out. Uh, the medium levels, they would also go much faster using a video guide because... Um, they all basically have more than one path. So uh, it would definitely cut the time down if you know which path to take right out of the gate. Um, the Chivos themselves, they, uh, they're they all going to be earned by beating stages. So with the exception of the electrocution one, and I guess maybe the custom level one, but I mean, technically you get that for beating uh, the stage that you created. Granted, your stage only has like two blocks or three blocks. But nonetheless, you have to play it, and you get it once you finish it. So the electrocution one's basically the only one that really stands out. Um, if you do the 51 stages, you're going to get the completion. I didn't have any problems with any pops. Um, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, the later stages give you more points. Like the early stages you beat, it's just random which stages they tie achievements to. So you might get 15 points on an easier stage, and then all the later ones are worth 90 points each. Uh as for the gameplay, uh, it reminded me of an <laughs> this old iPhone game that I used to play. Uh, and I couldn't for the life of me remember what the heck the name of that thing was. I knew that it had some kind of princess in it and there was castles and it, wrote, and it involved rotating to make new paths. And so I, I took to the Bing and uh, got several Bing points here. Uh, Five points of search. I pretty much got my daily limit just from looking for this silly game because I didn't want to come on here and not have the answer. Uh, but I couldn't find anything. I kept finding some game called Princess Castles. I'm not. Uh, I, I dread what my ads are going to look like after this. I'm sure that the uh, I got me on some different list, but. I was getting nowhere fast with the search. So then I thought, wow, you know, it won all these awards and people thought highly of it. So finally, I searched for best iPhone games of all time. And then amidst a, of a ton of intrusive ads on this terrible website, I found it finally at number 14. And basically what I'm telling you is that just by bringing this information to you, I doubled basically the time of putting this review together because I couldn't think of the stupid game's name. So maybe that's my fault for getting old. But the name, dramatic pause, Monument Valley. So it this game reminds me of Monument Valley, except for this game is not as clever as that game was. And Robots. Yeah. So, in any case, Mechorama, it was, yeah, fairly easy. And double that with a relatively small time investment. So, I say, Mecha Lecha High, Mecha Honey Ho, and Presto! 
play Mechorama and your gamer score hashtag gains will go up 1k. This is Elroy playing some rats and telling you about them. Hello and welcome back to Back to Back, a segment where we go back to our dusty 360s and play the games we can't play on the one because they aren't backwards compatible, in the vain hope that one day we'll have cleared that backlog and we'll be able to retire our aging consoles. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm your host this month, Chewy on Ice, and joining me on my left is the man who can now claim to be the fifth best person in the world of annual scoring competitions on Xbox Achievement Community websites. It's Elroy OMJ. How does it how does freedom taste, Elroy? Woo! I'm free at last, let me tell you. I am enjoying it. I have had a wonderful week of scoring as little TAD as possible. Uh, I'm catching up on my rat catalog. I am tanking that ratio. I have moved almost out of the blue back into the purple. And actually yesterday, or no, two days ago, was my highest uh, gamer score day total of one day uh, in my stats section. Ever? So, in yeah. the history of time? Really? Yeah, I hit uh, 10,000. So, uh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. And 10, how much 000. TA was that? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> 10,017. Yeah, well, it's a little <laughs> skewed because I actually wrapped up two preloads in Lonely Mountain earlier. Like that was the first okay. thing I did in the morning, so it's artificially high, and it's probably still like a one point zero five or something. I mean, it was just I did uh, all the easy stuff uh, on that day, so yeah. So I was happy about it, and I am enjoying it. Brilliant. Also yep. joining me on my left is the woman who I've long held is the real MVP of the AH101 community. That's most villainous pirate, by the way. It's Matrock. How are you doing, Matrock? Arr. That <laughs> was all I have to weak. say. That was, that <laughs> was the weakest pirate ever. It was better most the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to show us your Wookiee growl again? I would. <laughs> Uh, pass. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like you were surprised. It was like a surprise yeah. part. We're like, you are. <laughs> so it's like with a question mark, you know. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Why am I here? Are? <laughs> yeah. Now it does. It does feel like quite a long time since we last chatted, doesn't it? it sure does. Oh, yeah. oh wait, and so that's because it has been. Oh, yeah. that's why. Yeah, that's oh. right. Unfortunately, the stresses and strains of quarantine and G task and I don't oh. know, just general life have uh, taken hold and we've really struggled to get ourselves lined up since March's roundup now. So that means uh, we're bringing you a bumper edition of Back to Back. We're going to be talking <laughs> you through both our April and May games before going through what we're planning for June. So strap in as we take you on our probably fairly long and winding journey into our Back to Back backlogs. Uh... I'm in charge this week, so I'm going to kick things off. I'm not going to be a gentleman about it. I'm just going <laughs> to go guns blazing, chewy first. Oh, uh, and I'm going to tell you all about my red Johnson. Oh, of course. Do we need now, to put a tag on this episode? I think I would probably <laughs> warn that if people are listening to this in a place where young children or co-workers are present, they may want to mute it because I'm not going to say anything too crude but it could be misconstrued because I will be saying the word Johnson a lot <laughs> uh, so Red Johnson this is Red Johnson's Chronicles 
One Against All. It's an arcade title from 2012, no. um, and it's a point and click. <laughs> it's a point. It's a point and click adventure title, uh, which is one of my favourite genres in general. Uh, in it, you play as Red Johnson, surprisingly enough, who is a private dick, uh, <laughs> suitably enough, uh, and he's in a spot of bother. Uh, the criminal world underworld want to see him dead. He's uncovered some corruption or some other shenanigans. Uh, and he's actually not the only Johnson in the game. Uh, he's got two brothers who come with him along the way. So as well as, as well as Red Johnson, we've also got Black Johnson. And Black Johnson is naturally the biggest of the Johnsons. And <laughs> thirdly, it's true, it's true. I'm not making it up. Uh, thirdly, we've got Brown Johnson. And Brown Johnson has a tendency to get himself into some messy situations. Is that oh, a soccer joke? Man. <laughs> uh, this, again, not making it up. This is, I'm not, these, these are not euphemisms. Trust me. I didn't plan this. Uh, so in the game, you uh, hop around various locations and you chat with various weirdo locals, including the aforementioned Johnson brothers and a hit woman maid who's a fan of riddles and bondage. And as you're doing that, you're uncovering clues, solving puzzles, pretty standard point-and-click stuff. So I guess the obvious question with a point-and-click adventure game, what do you think the obvious question is going to be, Michelle? Did you use a walkthrough? Did I use a walkthrough? Uh, what do you think the answer is going to be there? You better have. Uh, <laughs> you better Especially since you're only going yeah, for 400 is. freaking gamer score. If you wasted <laughs> more time than that, then I don't know what to tell you. I was going with the least, the less finger pointy, absolutely, but you better have. Yeah, so the thing is, right, and this is, this is I'm going to, I've got a bone to pick with adventure games in general, and I think I've mentioned it before in various mm-hmm. forums. There is a tendency for developers of adventure games to think that not only do we want to play their games, but we also want to play them as quickly as possible, skipping all of the wonderful world building and dialogue and lore and little Easter eggs that they've created by just getting it done as quickly as possible. And they shove in speedrun achievements. Mm. Okay, And this is not, this is very, very common practice. And it's really, really annoying. Now I know the sensible big L answer is to say, well, you could just play it twice. Right? You can play it without a guide, go in fresh, do all the puzzles without a guide, and then go back and do the speed run. But we are achievement hunters, and we have massive backlogs. And as achievement hunters with massive backlogs, we try and usually find the most efficient way of getting through a game. And that usually means minimizing playthroughs where possible. And when faced with a speed run on a point-and-click adventure... Unfortunately, that usually means, for me at least, going back to the guide. So, yes. I so, used you're a saying guide. if there wasn't a speedrun, you would have not used a guide? If there wasn't a speedrun, I would have maybe claimed that I didn't use a guide. Okay, so I have a couple questions following up from that, though. Um, on TA, the game is listed as a three to four hour completion, but the achievement for completing it in a quick time uh, is called Speed Racer and it just says to complete the game with 100% progress in record time. So what is the actual time that you need to beat it under? 
Well, I'm glad and you asked. Oof. How much, like, if, if you were playing this game without a guide, just legit, like, playing it just to enjoy it, about how long do you think a run of the campaign would take? So I think it's reasonable to say if you were to play the game without a guide and you were literally listening to all the dialogue and clicking on everything and doing everything, I think three to four hours is probably fair. It's not a long game. It's a short game. Mm-hmm. However, the speed run is for doing it in under two hours. Oh. So... I would okay. say probably that um, the people who have put three to four hours m- maybe did th- did it twice, right? Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe they did it with a guide, failed the two-hour run because it is very tight, and then did it again and succeeded on the two-hour run. Uh, I think if you were to truly go guideless and then speedrun it, you're looking at probably more like six hours. Uh, the achievements are also very backloaded so you don't actually earn much until the very end there's like a handful that are all for completing the game in certain ways so you've got to figure out all the game's mysteries solve all the game's riddles Uh, there's a bunch of quick time events another bane of achievement hunters but especially in an adventure game I mean, come on. Uh, You've got to pass all of those first time. You've got to get an A rank in everything, in all the puzzles, which means never failing them once. You've got to get them all first time. Again, that's why you need a guide. And also 100%ing everything and doing it all in two hours. Uh, So I just couldn't deal with the stress of missing any one of those achievements. So I just went full steam ahead, guide all the way. And even though I stuck close to that walkthrough, Guess what my time was in the end? Uh, <laughs> Two, one hour and 58 minutes. I was going to say 1.55. One hour, 58 minutes, 59 seconds. Wow. So even doing it pretty oh, close wow. to the guide and not making too many mistakes, I was only one minute, one second away from failure. So, oh, yeah. that would have been awful, man. Yeah, and, that, and that's no why point. I think the four-hour estimate comes in because I'd imagine quite a few people will flub it if they're not careful the first time around. Do you think it took you one hour, 58 minutes and 59 seconds because you hadn't done a playthrough? Like frequently when these games have a speed run achievement, the first time will take you a while, but then the second time, because you already know where everything is and, and you're also combining it with things like finding mailboxes and solving riddles. So do you think that time would have been easier to hit if, if you had had familiarity with the game first, obviously you would have spent more time on the game, but do you think that would have made a difference? I would say yes, apart from two things. So the game is an adventure game. It's pretty leisurely, uh, unless you're speedrunning it. <laughs> Point, click, find the thing, solve the puzzle, you know, whatever. There are the quick time events, which are mostly fairly easy to do, but there are two action mini games in the game. And you have to get those perfect the first time. Um, You can keep restarting it and you'll still get an A grade uh, as long as you don't fail it too much. But those two minigames you could sink a long, long, long time in trying to get them right if you're going for the A ranking and the 100% completion. And they would hold you back from doing it in a quicker time. Uh, Basically, you know Flappy Goat? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, this game has its own <laughs> version of Flappy Goat. Oh, and no. It's like this old retro arcade game where you mm. play as a cowboy and you on this horse and you have to jump over uh, rocks or duck under trees 
and the collision detection is abysmal and the timing is abysmal. <laughs> uh, and I had, I must have done that a bunch of times before I managed to get it uh, passed. It also has a, um, a shooting mini game, like a shooting gallery mini game. Uh, where you know the the baddies pop up and then mm-hmm. the the ladies of the night pop up and you have to hit the baddies and not hit the ladies of the night. Hogan's <laughs> uh, Alley, man. Hogan's yeah, Alley. exactly. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but you have to do that p- perfect as well, right? You can't miss any shots. Mm-hmm. You have to hit all the baddies and not hit any of the ladies and also not miss anything. Uh, so Ooh. you've got to get that perfect. So those and two you gotta, mini you games. Control that with the with the. With, with the, the stick. stick, yeah, with oh, the thumbstick, yeah. It's not great. I mean, it's not the worst. I've, I've played worse and harder, but it just doesn't fit with the style of the game ordinarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's quite jarring, uh, and be, you know, it would be fine and easy, except for the fact you've got to get it perfect for the achievements, uh, and that, yeah, doing that would 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 slow you right down, definitely. Now, now, when you're reading this walkthrough and you're going through it, now can you pause the game? Is that pause the timer? Is there a timer displayed on the screen, or you never know how long you're doing. That's the great thing about the game. You oh, don't know awesome. how long you've taken until you finish it. As far as oh, I could wow. tell, anyway, I wasn't paying too much attention. You might find out. I didn't really look. I think I would have stressed myself out uh, if I knew that was <laughs> right. there. I'm not saying it's not there. I'm just saying I didn't look for it because I would have been like pulling my hair out over it, <laughs> watching watching it, stressing uh, about it. All right. So you mentioned the riddles, and uh, I of course had to go look at that achievement. And so uh, I have a question for you. Now, on the little illustration for gray matter, the little icon for the achievement, is that a brain that's flexing? I've never seen that before. But it looks like the brain has like a an arm that is flexing with 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 little brain biceps. So I'm looking closely at it now, having never looked at it before. Because why would you? <laughs> uh, it, I believe, and I, this make, might make more sense considering the achievement. I believe that's a brain holding a magnifying glass. Oh uh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I saw I saw a flexed arm coming out of a brain. And I got excited. <laughs> but be it known, if if Elroy ever <laughs> develops an achievement list and makes achievement tiles, a brain with a flexing uh, arm is definitely going to be included <laughs> in that list. Yeah. Indeed. Did um, you so- have any like? I see on TA you rated the game a three and a half. The community uh. ratings a three. Like, are you? Did I rate it you, that? Ugh. Yeah, that's that's what it says. I but mean, there's it, nothing particularly I mean, wrong about the game. It's really it hard. Now, or did you rate it from uh, back when you started it in 2015? <laughs> probably now. Probably more recently, because I tend oh, okay. not to rate games until I've finished the story, at least. I think. I may have been drunk at the time. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I mean, I can't really gauge the game properly. I can't really judge the game properly because I sped run it so hard and I was following the guide so closely. I, I can't even really tell you what happened in the game fully properly because I was just skipping through most of the dialogue. I, I know, I know. Ali's going to tear this to pieces on Discord. <laughs> He's going to be very disappointed. What I can gather is that in the game, everyone is a weirdo. No one should be trusted. Everyone wants to kill you, apart from Black Johnson, who, as I've mentioned, is the biggest Johnson. And he's just a really solid stand-up guy. Um, And then you've got Brown Johnson, who tends to get his hands a bit dirty. But he's apparently quite a big hit with the ladies. That's all I could get from this game. And by the way, those were euphemisms again. I don't know if you picked those up. Um, 
and, and it's, it's kind of a weird game because uh, it's one of these games, there's a few of them on the marketplace where, it, and even on the one they've appeared as well. I don't know if you played Blues and Bullets. Um, and oh, I think a, I did play that one. Yeah, there's a few around where it's supposed to be a series of adventures. And yeah. they only ever and they only ever released the yeah, first right. one or to two, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's Chronicles, but, but yeah. there is only one Chronicle. Uh, on the, I believe they did release the second episode of this on Steam, but it never made it to Xbox, uh, which okay. is a shame, really, because the end. Uh, there is a twist in the in the, a sting in the tail, and you are left with Red Johnson. Your Red Johnson bleeding everywhere, which is no. quite no. you know it's disturbing, terrifying. Ter- terrifying. Yeah, really terrifying. Mm. And I mean, it's it that's been going on for for years now. So it's it's really. No, it's never going to happen. It's, yeah, I mean, the game came out in 2012. It looks like so. I guess that's that's it for that. Mm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so uh, in terms of gains, I started the month with two achievements: 20 G's, uh, 20 TA. By the end, I had the thankfully. Full completion, twelve achievements, four hundred gamer score, Elroy, and six hundred and eighty nine TA. Wow! So yeah, being an arcade game, that's, it's only a four hundred. Yeah, big gains, big amazing. gains. But it's a completion. Yeah. Completion is a completion, uh, and I'm definitely no glad I did. Right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, <laughs> I come out with DLC for it finally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's a fairly unmemorable average point-and-click adventure that, you know, if you really love it and you play it twice, fine. Otherwise, I recommend doing my method and speedrunning it, but then you're only really doing it for score because you're not playing the game. I think most of us are at peace with that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so that's it. That's my uh, April game. So... Any more questions before I move on to May? None for me. Perfect. Well, you've heard all about my Red Johnson, uh, which I'm sure was very memorable. And now I'm going to move <laughs> on to May, which suitably is called Remember Me. So very nice. You can remember my Red Johnson. <laughs> Johnson, Red. <laughs> uh, remember Me. So, yeah, it's um, Remember Me is actually a, a, an interesting game. Uh, because it uh, it comes from the developers uh, Don't Nod, okay. who are now mostly well known for Life is Strange and Life is Strange Two. Oh, um, yeah, but this game is not <laughs> like that game at all. Okay. It's a lot more similar to uh, their other game, Vamp- Vampire, Vampire, uh, in that it's an action adventure, story driven action adventure game, not a point and click adventure. Uh, it's set in the near future in Neo Paris and they've created some fancy schmancy technology that allows you to have implants so that you can revisit your own memories and also then alter those memories or share memories on like a network so everyone can experience your memories and other people's memories. Sounds like fun, right? What could possibly go wrong? Uh, so naturally the technology behind that is completely addictive as people just get completely suckered into changing their own memories to make them perfect or listen, like re-watching other people's memories of them. So it, it turns people into these um, basically mindless 
insane loonies called Leapers. Um, mm-hmm. And you, you play as uh, this main character called Nilin. And she is, uh, she has the job of memory hunter, freedom fighter. Uh, so she's hoping to take down the evil corporation that started this whole technology and are currently doing nasty experiments on people for nefarious purposes. So pretty much your standard sci-fi fare. Uh, the game itself, it kind of pillages from other games of the time. So when did this come out? Uh, 2013. So at the time, biggest franchises around Assassin's Creed, Batman. Uh, basically, you've got Assassin's Creed navigation. So you, you there's a lot of like uh, wall running, hopping, jumping around uh, buildings on in Neo Paris. Except it's a, it's a linear game, so there's no open world or anything like that. You're just moving from point to point. Uh, and then it also has the kind of the combat system fairly close to kind of your Batman games, uh, where it's all based on combos. Uh, and what you do is you can create your own combos. So it's um, there's basically no guns, no firearms in the game. It's all about punching and kicking your way to victory. And you create combos using these... Uh, combo moves called espressions. Uh, espressions? Espressions. I'll, I'll get onto this a bit later. Okay. The, the, the lingo, it's really annoying. Um, yeah, but these espressions, these moves allow you to, you can uh, bring you can uh, bring your health back up or focus or cool down your special abilities. So you can create like a mix of different combo moves depending on how you want to play. If you want to focus on your health or your, your focus or whatever, and you can mix and match what your moves are. It's all really just a gimmick. You just punch and kick your way to the end and that's it. <laughs> um, and then the kind of the, the other main element of the game is these things called um, memory remixes. So at different points in the game, you'll encounter a character and then you can steal their memory and then alter that memory. So what you do is you watch it like a movie, but then you can rewind or fast forward through the memory and select different things in the memory and change them in a way that creates a chain reaction and then changes the entire memory for that character. And you can do different combinations to see how it plays out, but ultimately there is only one right answer in order to progress the story. So an example is um, a guy who uh, is having an argument with his wife. Uh, you have to remix his memory so that he accidentally kills his wife. Oh. So that when he then awakes from that memory, he thinks he's killed his wife and commits suicide. Mm-hmm. What? To, to what to- end do you want? Like that? That's very dark. It is quite dark, yeah. Uh, but you is, have no agency over those decisions, and like, there's always a specific outcome you're looking for. Yes. So it's not dynamic enough. Where if you said, "I don't want this guy to do that," that the game doesn't have a different. Path no, it's not for you. that That's clever. Like, Ultimately, okay. it tells you at the beginning, try and do this, and then you mix and match the different elements of the memory until you get that outcome. And in fact, some of the outcomes can lead to the death of the person you're remixing and it kind of bugs the game and you have to restart the the, the, the memory uh, which is an achievement to, 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 to basically to create these bugs in every single remix that you do where you end up killing the person you're trying to remix inadvertently wow. like in that example you can get the guy to trip over a coffee table and shoot himself by mistake the, 
just looks like there's several achievements that have to do with that. They're they're oddly specific with their descriptions. <laughs> like it's like in uh, the forlorn memory remix, have forlorn get the gun, argue with Alexia, but don't kill her. Yeah, it's, yeah. So it's, it's, I mean, remixes. it looks like it tells you exactly what to do. So those are like alternate versions of the remixes. So you have to do that and then you have to do the correct way in order to progress the story. So if you're following the guide, it's fairly straightforward. It just says, you know, interact with this, this, and this, and you'll get that achievement. And then interact with this, this, and this, and it will progress the story. So just to... Yep, that's exactly what it is. To be clear with Remember Me, how was the guide? And did you use one on TA or did you go to a different source? Uh, No, the walkthrough on TA is very, very good. And you, again, unfortunately, you will need a walkthrough not just for that stuff. That stuff's fairly straightforward. And there is chapter select, so you can always go back and pick up those random miscellaneous stuff that you may have missed. What you will need a walkthrough for is collectibles. Oh, boy. Oh, oh there, are so, <laughs> there are so many collectibles. 135, to be precise. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a big one. So there are only eight chapters in the game, and only, I think, six or maybe seven of them have collectibles in so you know that's quite that's what like 20 per level uh it's quite big um you, is there level select there is chapter select so you can always go back and get them the ones you've missed but yeah, okay. you know there are also unskippable cutscenes uh, and a variety of other things that make you think oh i'd rather not i'd rather just get them the first yeah. time around also so- they are useful collectibles in that they improve your health your focus your abilities or they provide story and lore and all of that gubbins. So they are worth going for as early as possible in order to be as good as possible by the end of the game, especially because all of your abilities then carry over in a second playthrough. So I played on easy, got all the collectibles. Now I'm going to do my hard run at some point in the future, and I'll be able to do that fully, fully powered. So So you do plan to do another run of the game? Oh, definitely. Yeah, on hard. I've I've got. Um, I may as well is say that now. The I've got memory hunter mode. Is that the hard mode? Uh, the hardest one is yes, memory hunter mode. So I did it on gotcha. kitty mode, script <laughs> kitty, <laughs> easy basically. Um, and then yeah, stackable, stackable. I could have gone straight in at that level, but the recommendation is do the easy run, get all the collectibles, get all your powers up to the maximum then do your hard mm. run because it's going to be a lot easier new game plus basically so on the collectibles is it catalog uh pretty good so like you said there's around 20 on a level so do you see um can you find out which ones you missed if you miss some or is no, it just like that's the pain of it so i did actually have Ooh. to go back because uh, i did miss a couple there, there are points of no return in the within the levels right mm. so you you're going through a corridor and the door will close behind you and you can't go back. For the most part, the guide is really, really good at describing those things. And I prefer text guides for these things over video Mm -hmm. because I'm old-fashioned that way. Game facts or FAQs, (laughs) right? Yeah, I'm same. It's game facts. Occasionally, the way that it's described, you'll think it's in maybe the next room. So you'll go into the next room and then you'll realize that actually it was in the room you've just locked yourself out of. So I did have to go back and get a few more mop-ups. And the problem then is that if you leave it too long, you'll forget which are the ones that you mm-hmm. missed. So you end up having to go and look for all the ones you've already got just to double-check that those aren't the ones you missed. Uh, so it can get a little bit messy then. 
unfortunately. Mm. Now I see you missed. You only missed a couple of achievements outside of the two other difficulty modes. You missed uh, forty-eight hit combos and kill four hundred enemies. So yes, um, these are things that will just come naturally on your further yeah. playthroughs. Cumulative, natural, unlikely to come in the first playthrough, but will definitely come probably quite early in the second. I think I'm about. There is a tra- there is an in-game achievement tracker. Oh, very nice. And, yeah, you have to go out to the main menu and go into extras and achievements, but then it tells you how much you've done on each one, which is really helpful for the collectibles and for for the cumulative stuff. Uh, so I think I'm about 90% on both of those, so they'll come very soon, very easy. Now, on, the, on the 400 one, um, now M said you kill these enemies, but it, I'm seeing beat these enemies. So do oh. you beat them to death or... <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, the game is very un it's very grey in that area. Okay. Uh, it says KO in the in the, in the little tile. It's all melee combat, but there's never KO. a point where you're snapping necks or, you know, <laughs> tearing off arms, which I'd I'd love to see. Yeah. <laughs> you, you do just beat people until they're lying down on the ground. Uh, so KO'd, killed, who knows? Maybe a bit of hmm. both. Some of them might have walked it off. So yeah, she never bothers st- to check. <laughs> now, it's a story of hope. Most of the games that we've been playing um, to this point are games that don't seem like they would be likely candidates to maybe ever see a re-release or a remaster. We've been playing a lot of Connect things, a lot of very small arcade titles. But this was a fairly big release uh, when it came out. It was only tracked by 26,000 gamers, but it was meant to be a triple A uh, release at the time. It was published by Capcom. Is this something that, like, did you enjoy it in such a way that you would like to see them consider it maybe as sort of a, like a Dark Horse re-release at some point in the future? Yeah, I don't think it's a game people are clamoring for, Uh, necessarily. It's decent. It's it's polished. Uh, You know, everything works. It has its issues. It's it's definitely flawed. I mean, uh, I've got some notes here that go through that. The story is... I mean, it's sci-fi, it's fun, it's interesting, but it's super far-fetched and it stretches mm-hmm. the, the, the barriers of believability, the huge plot holes. I mean, so let me let me think about this. When you remix someone's memory, it's of a specific event or a specific time. So let's say, Elroy, let's say you had a Taco Bell last Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> happening. And you, great, you, great and, example. Great right, example. But, but you and you feel sh- ashamed of that fact. So you decide you want that memory remixed. Okay. So you get me to go in and I remix, I jamble your brain a bit of that event and instead of having a Taco Bell at that moment, you have chicken salad. I do like a chicken salad. A chicken salad. A lovely chicken salad. No dressing, because that's where the, cal- the the calories are, right? That's where they get you. That's where yeah. they get you. But I only remix the you know, 10, 15 minutes of you eating one thing or another. Mm-hmm. Are we supposed to believe that even though you think you've eaten a chicken salad instead of Taco Bell, that you wouldn't be feeling the repercussions of what you've eaten later on. So all of your yeah. memories subsequent to that event are still there, right? All of the uh, guilt and the shame and the sitting there and with your tummy hurting and your whatever <laughs> happens out the back end, that's all still going to uh, happen. Yeah, that would, that would definitely be some repercussions. Exactly, and that's all still going to happen. And you're going to remember all of that stuff, even though I only remixed the five minutes of what you ate. So and, he and, attributed and, to the, what he ate 
because is that Wait, the the point? Well, he'd see, or he'd see the Taco Bell wrapper, or he, oh, or someone okay. would say to him, "Hey, that Taco Bell you made the, the other day, right there." Credit card, the, the credit card statement. The, the five minutes, the five minutes of yeah, the five minutes of an event are not the only memory you have of that event, right? There are collateral memories or there are collateral things associated with that event. So it makes no sense that going in and remixing one little bit of mm-hmm. thing would make you completely forget that your right. that your wife didn't die in a car accident, for instance. Right? There are right. other th- there are other what things about, like, that happen in your life. Photographic evidence, like do these people's brains just? You know, it it just like doesn't make sense. Explode if they see a picture of. It's it's one them. of those sci-fi stories where if you you think oh that's a neat idea, but then if you think deeper, you think that <laughs> that just does not work. It makes no sense. Also, kind of tonally, it's a little bit off. Like the things I've described to you are quite dark, right? There's, right. There's there's murder, suicide. You know, people's brains being melted from memory addiction. But then the tone is kind of like occasionally a bit like over the top and comic-y like imagine all of the enemies in metal gear solid right they're really Mm -hmm. over the top caricatures but they're very memorable right right in this game they kind of are going for that but then they're really not memorable so they just come across as weird like jarring like the you have to break into this uh facility where they're keeping all of these people prisoners and the person who runs that is called the madame and she's like this dominatrix styled person. And you just think that is, it just makes no sense. Why, why have they put a dominatrix in charge of this prison facility? <laughs> right. But she's not memorable enough. And she only appears yeah, very briefly. You haven't not seen her resume. I mean, she might, she might be the first person for, for the job. I mean, I mean, yeah. We don't know. Criminal so there's all these kind of weird, like tonal shifts. So like I say, it's not something people are clamoring for. And probably the most annoying thing for me and it's weird because actually Don't Nod had this problem with Life is Strange. What do you think is the thing that most people complain about when they think about Life is Strange? Oh, the characters for sure. They're stupid. Like, they're annoying. Um, <laughs> how much time you got? But specifically, what about them? What is the well, thing that people talk about? they're not believable at all. I mean, there's that. Um, how about just, the dialogue? The dialogue, right? Yeah, that the dialogue was... Because the they're supposed speak. to be teenagers, but the it's teen not... Speak. Yeah. Yeah. So they all use this teen speak and they all say things that are like, I don't know, rad or bogus or or whatever. <laughs> the, the t- and they just throw all of this teen speak out all the time to the point where it's distracting because no one talks like that, really. Right. That was the least of my problems with them. <laughs> <laughs> but interestingly, in this game, it's what I call silly sci-fi speak, right? It's uh. the same equivalent. They just use all of this jargon and they for some reason in the future apparently words for normal things get renamed into just ridiculous things so paris why why would you rename paris neo paris what's the point it's just paris <laughs> the 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 bad well, the calling freedom it neo makes it cooler yeah. and more futury well exactly yeah. uh, that's exactly I mean, what i think the they did they said they, the matrix the, after all so. they wrote their dialogue and they said how can we make this more futury. That's exactly what they did. Uh, the freedom fighters are called errorists. Errorists. Like, what the uh, heck is an see, errorist? Sounds like someone would attack you with some aerosol spray. But, yeah. But again, already... I'm not. I'm, I'm not from Morpheus Paris, so I don't know. There's some clever thing about 
the T and terrorist being dropped for some reason, but I, I can't figure out what it is right now. <laughs> I think it's to do with like error, mem- memory errors or something like that. I don't oh, know. Yeah, it makes no yeah. sense. Yeah, okay, I get you. Uh, the, the combo moves being called Espressons. I, I couldn't even figure out what they were going for with that. It just sounds like a coffee that you might order, <laughs> right? And probably the one thing that I found the most jarring is that uh, once you've stolen someone's memory and you progress through a level, you can then see fragments of their memories in order to like unlock doors or puzzles that mm-hmm. you wouldn't normally get through and because they are the only ones who know the answers to those puzzles. So you get to see those memories played out. Those memories are called remembranes. Uh, I mean, wow. remembrane. It's just a memory. Call it what it is. <laughs> so the people that go mad are they are they insane in the membrane? Oh, brilliant! Oh boy! See, that I mean, is a missed opportunity. Not, are they like crystallized somehow? Like, I I could see if they were naming it as if it was like an item you picked up, and this is called a remembrane. But if they're literally just talking about a memory and just calling it something different to call it something different, that yeah, I mean, they've, they've literally just thrown the silly sci-fi speak bible at this like jargon buster it's just terrible yeah yeah and 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 seeing what they did with life is strange and the the criticisms they had i can see the thread there between those two games definitely yeah but uh, look uh, uh, criticisms aside it is actually a pretty fun pretty polished game and one that really doesn't make sense that it's not backwards compatible i can't see any reason why it wouldn't be apart from maybe capcom holding them back uh, because there's no licensed music as far as I can tell. Don't not have, you know, they're still alive as a developer. They're very healthy as a developer. So I can't see any reason why they wouldn't have uh, signed up to the program. So um, it's a shame that it hasn't brought it over, but, you know, seven out of I mean, ten. I guess if, if people still have their 360s, it's still, you still get it digitally. And um, so at least you still can access it in that way if you really want to uh but with that said if somebody were just to sit down and play this just to play this for the joy of playing a game how long do you think a run of the campaign would take if you were just playing it completely casually completely casually not going for all of the hundreds and hundreds of collectibles you can probably knock this out in four or five hours okay collectible run you're looking at more like seven or eight hours because of, of just the sheer volumes and following a guide. And if you were speed running, which I'm hoping to do in my hard run, you could probably knock it out in just a couple of hours. Okay. So, yeah, it's definitely doable. Definitely worth it. Definitely fun. Um, yeah. But it's got its issues. Definitely. Anyway, that's me. That's April and May in the bag. Next up... I'm going to pass you over to Matrock. Please tell us about your April game. Well, okay. So story time first. I did really bad in April. So if we remember back to March, um, we were talking about April being Connect month. And I went in all gung-ho. I'm going to play these Connect games, but you know, I'm going to start with Dance Central 2. I'm going to put that in. And I accomplished nothing. And I remembered this um, thing about Dance Central 2 versus other connect games most connect games are kind of just happy to see you like hey cool i detect human presence did you wave when you were supposed to kick that's fine i'll give you credit totally cool 
Dance Central actually seems to be set to have you exit the game experience able to do these dances. And that's awesome if you're interested in doing that. And it's not that I'm not interested in doing that. It's just that I'm physically incapable of doing that. So after a solid two-hour play session with Dance Central 2, where I mostly four-starred what I played and certainly got nowhere close to feeling like I could possibly uh, get through OMG on the hardest difficulty in uh, in Dance Central 3, I kind of gave up on that. And then I got distracted by all these other contests I was in in April. So I actually uh, kind of doubled up in May. So I technically didn't do an April game, sorry. But I do have two <sighs> games to talk about. <laughs> so that's why we didn't record. Well, I'm sure I could go back in my history and find something I did. I played a little bit of this, that, and the other. But um, the Better Completions Matter Challenge had a spell 60 words or earn 60 words worth of completions. And anyway, I got very distracted. But I did play and get through two games that I do want to talk about. And I will try to talk about them briefly since neither of them is really that big or exciting. So first up, I played Battle Los Angeles. And because I am terrible at pop culture, I didn't realize this was based on a movie until, I don't know, 10 minutes before recording uh, by the same title. And it was actually released on the same day. Uh, Are either of you familiar with that franchise? I was aware of it when it came out. I was aware of it being a bit of a failure of a film. Not I don't know it's anything a, about the game. It's a little blah for me. I, don't know <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> very good, very good, very good. So it's if you aliens, look up, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So there's always been this idea that there are UFOs and all these other things going on. But in the story of Battle Los Angeles... Aliens are real. They have landed in America, well, around the country, but this particularly is in Los Angeles. And you are part of a, a, a military team that is fighting these aliens. If you look up the game, it's going to tell you lies. Like this game has, quote, immersive first person shooting experience, a triple A boxed product visuals, and heart thumping 5.1 surround sound. It might have the surround sound. But AAA boxed product visuals, probably even in 2011, is talking it up just a little much. I would call it, it's a competent shooter. Uh, It plays almost more like a demo disc for a bigger game that somebody was thinking about, but pulled the plug on and decided three chapters is good enough. That's, you're good to go. It's an Xbox Live Arcade game. Sorry, Elroy. Uh, Only worth 200 points. Yeah. Also, sorry, Elroy. Uh, and the whole game takes about two to three hours and does it, it has difficulty achievements that don't stack. So if you take three hours and divide it by three playthroughs, it's really a very, very short game. Not a whole lot of specialty things to say about it. It's 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 not that it's terrible. It's, it's certainly not the worst game you'll ever play, but it's not even accessible at this point because it's um, it's been removed from the store, I assume, for licensing reasons. So uh, the now the the obvious question I have here is I see it was published by Konami so does it work? I didn't try. Huh. You know you would think I would. There was no achievement or anything attached to it, so why would I I, I try to to actually <laughs> try the code? So that's a good question. I do not know. Um, what I do know is it wouldn't make the game any better. So it probably <laughs> doesn't really help. So, so you're, I not see... dying, you're not dying a lot, I, I, I assume. You do die. Like, on the hardest difficulty, you'll die quite a bit. 
Um, but the, everything's static in the game. So if you mm-hmm. go into a firefight and you kind of position yourself in the wrong place and whatever you did didn't work out for you, just take a deep breath, go from the checkpoint, take the game a little slower and, and you'll be fine. It's, it's one of these games where the health is based on how red your screen gets if you're getting shot a whole bunch. So on oh, the easiest okay. difficulty, it will you can get shot like 75 times. But on the hardest difficulty, you can get shot like four. So it's not like you get instant killed. You still have time to react to things. It's pretty generous in that way. So I'm just looking at the uh, difficulty-based achievements, and I'm not seeing the little uh, the little stacking icon on there. Does that mean right. you have to play through the game, what, three times? Yes, you do. Uh, and one of them... Okay, yes, you have to play through three times. It is not difficult. Most guides will suggest that you play on the hardest difficulty first, just to get out of the way. Again, it's a standard shooter. There is really nothing in the game that you learn. It's first person. So there's there's no particular... It's not like playing Batman, where if you put it aside for a little bit, you're going to forget how to play it. Everything in this game is very typical of a first person shooter. So you pick up different weapons, aim, fire, there are grenades nothing you wouldn't expect. So you play it on the hardest difficulty and then the lower difficulties, like a, a run of the game on the easiest difficulty will take about 45 minutes. I'm, I'm so glad that you asked that question because I sure thought I was the only person that didn't pay attention. So thank you for that, Chewie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's one, the most difficult achievement in the game is the one for playing it on the hard difficulty, but that's or well, I guess it's the unlockables one, but that one wasn't. Nothing was tricky about this game. The, it's just it was a short like game that was meant to just tie into the movie and get people excited for the movie when it had come out. I, I suppose I didn't play it at that time, obviously. But this this game sounds pretty uh, hip because uh, I'm looking at the achievements and uh, they have dropping bombs, but they omitted the G in dropping. So it's dropping <laughs> bombs. And then later they have one hundo. Not one hundred, but one hundo. So is the game just that cool? No. But okay. I think it's just a relic of its time. The one hundo <laughs> might be something more you you, you said in twenty eleven. I, I don't know. But it wasn't uh if the game was still available, it was a ten dollar game, I believe. It's mm-hmm. you're not getting a whole lot for ten dollars. If it was free, like that Forza Horizon movie tie-in game, yeah, sure, totally go for it. But there's just not enough meat on the bone here. It's just, it's it's an easy completion. If you just wanted to get an easy completion on your tag, that's really the best part of the game. Are, do, do some of the aliens have two heads? Not that I recall. Okay, because there's a, you know me, I'm, I'm the, uh, the, the achievement uh, art police here, and I'm looking at the Rocket Man achievement, mm-hmm. which is for killing two aliens with one rocket. And if you look nice and right in the center of the bullseye, there's three heads. So I was just curious why it's not kill three aliens with one rocket or why there's that additional skull there. Um, Maybe the person designing the achievement list realized that the achievement was dodgy (laughs) enough with killing two and decided not to go for three. That that achievement's known to be glitchy. And the the last time I had played the game, I was I, I did follow the guide just to give me a sense of like where I should do the some of the other achievements within the game. There's nothing, again, too specialized. But for that achievement, for example, I want to know what's the best part in the game to get this. And um, I couldn't pop that achievement. No matter how much I tried, I kept trying different angles in different ways, and I just gave up. And that's actually like the last time I had played it. I remember distinctly, that's why I had left it alone. Uh, But then this time, there's a video, and and my mistake, 
was that I kept aiming at the aliens instead of aiming at the floor and letting the splash damage kill them. So I can't imagine how you would have been able to do three because it's just mm. not made that well. So in order to kill two aliens with one rocket, you don't aim your rocket at the aliens. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot about this game that makes sense. And, and so, the, the, Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, so uh, you've just figured out that it's based on a film. Yes. Now that you've finished the game, are you uh, in a rush to go and see the film? I mean, I don't watch movies anyway, but I would say this is solidly at the bottom of my list. So the story wasn't... Uh... So there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> it's standard aliens coming to take over fair. Uh, it, it's just, it's got a really bland quality to it. But so that's... I'm also going to be the cynical Brit here and say, does America win? We um, always win, baby. You yeah. know that. Come on. <laughs> Unless our, well, I'm not going to go there because now's not the time. But... um. I yeah sure America wins America rah rah and all that. All right, so if this helps influence you, I don't know. I just looked it up on IMDb and um, it's rocking a five point seven rating out of ten, and it has a, a score than that. of thirty seven. And that's something actually that's interesting about the the game. It's the game portion of this. Uh, the when it came out, the reviews were, you know, middling to bad, 50s, 40s. But the user reviews are like seven. And I, I just don't see, like, comparing what I said about Battle Los Angeles to what you said about Remember Me, these games are not same ballpark. Um, you know, it's like a solid one and a half, rounded up to two if you're into achievements. It's not that good, but it, it's not like actively bad either. It's just nothing special. But I had some gains. I got seven brand new achievements that I didn't have before. I got 192 TA that I didn't have before this month and 160 gamer score. So in that way, I had a good time with it. Brilliant. So that it, moving- also, it also <laughs> contributed to your Chewy's Challenge Championship this uh, is Xbox true. Live Arcade from Challenge from PTOT. So this is true. Yeah, stacking, I actually stacking. kind of like complained a little at first because i played a lot of xbox live arcade games in the day and uh i was trying to look at my list to see what could i play most of what i played for Chewy's so um for Chewy's championship challenge last month uh we had a five team tag team match where we were all challenged to play sub 1000 gamer score games so xbox live arcade fit the bill um so and i had already played condemned so the easiest answer for a whole bunch of games in one point place wasn't uh available for me so when i was looking at games to play i was trying to find non-backwards compatible games and i i didn't have many that i could do much more in but battle los angeles was the perfect fit for everything so it it checked a lot of boxes that definitely uh worked out in my favor beautiful did you have this laying around on your tag or did you have to borrow someone's to to get access to it i own this game i been dived it i guess in uh 2013 and then uh, came back to it in 2017 for some reason. Probably had a RTDL achievement or UHH achievement that showed up in Battle Los Angeles. And then uh, after that, coming back to it again last month was uh, the first time I had revisited it. So, but it is it, the whole thing would be a two to three hour experience if you're if you're starting it from the beginning. It just took me seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant! Thank you very much. So. Moving on from May to May. Yes. 
May Part 2 uh, also was influenced <laughs> by contests because why not? Um, in Better Completions Matter, which I had mentioned before, uh, you get a random game every month. And this random game for May was Zumba Kids, which also matched with our Connect Chatter. So I jumped back into Zumba Kids uh, at the start of the month. I had not done that much in the game yet. I had nine of the game's 20 achievements uh, for 475 gamer score. If you have not, are either of you familiar with the Zumba games at all? They're very similar to Just Dance and Dance Central. No. I, I have the Xbox One World something or another. And oh, okay. I intended to play it for the, the G-Test purposes, but I never got around to it for some reason. <laughs> I wonder what that reason might be. Was your rhinoceros <laughs> busy? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Zumba Kids is a surprisingly low ratio connect game, actually, which kind of speaks to the fact that most people who played it kind of, you know, got it for being an easier achievement game. Like I said before, with something like Dance Central, they want you to leave Dance Central being able to do the dances that are in there. This game just kind of wants to see you participating. And I am fine with participation ribbons. Hmm. It has 30 songs in it, which sounds like a bunch until you have to play it for 12 hours in a month to get an achievement. And it only counts time played during times you're actively in a song. And when a song is only about three minutes long... You get the picture. That's mm. probably the hardest thing to do in the game. The game also has, uh, Zuma Kids also has a variety of um, badges or buttons that you collect. And these are for doing different tasks within a week. So the week runs Monday through Sunday. And you'll have to do things like get five stars in all the songs in Hawaii or play all the songs around the world with, one, with another player or collect Z points. And Z points are just, there's some kind of hidden mathematics about points you get per song played. Um, so I had some of those, thankfully, but I had to get most of them done in the month of May for this. So I put 12 hours into Zumba Kids this past mm -hmm. month. But as, as a Zumba game goes, as a dancing game goes, it's not bad. It will get you up. It will get you to move. The song collection is fine for what it is if you're playing it more casually. But the biggest thing to work to be mindful of is that 12 hours in a month. There's also a four days in a week achievement, but that's easy enough. And if you really need to, you can date shift. You can't nice. date shift the 12 hours though. So you do actively have to play that time. I mean, I guess you could go back and, but because the way the game has to run it, it's, it's better to actually just run it all in that one month. So is this a candidate for uh, my rhino? He's uh, needing something to do. So is this a good candidate or is it actually track you? So, yes and no. For the 12 hours, it mm -hmm. would be fine. Because the as long as the, the game can sense something in front of it, it doesn't care how you do. However, there are those buttons and badges attached to earning Z points, which mm. you do actually need to play the game for. There's one song in particular called Celtic Morning, I think, where most of it if you've ever seen Celtic dancing, it's pretty much entirely lower body. So the solution's like, sit in your chair and kick a lot. <laughs> uh, you know, I tried that once or twice. I'm like, I might as well just be dancing because this is more work. So um, that didn't work well for me, but that was the solution. But it wouldn't work well for your rhino, unfortunately. Uh, and the game no. also does require you to five star every song. So oh. since you actively need to get to that, it's not really one that's good for idling. And the ratios are very low. The The whole game is worth 1,534 TA for 1,000 gamer score. Is it a hard game to get hold of? Uh, that's That's a good question. 
on TA, it's only tracked by 200 people. Yeah, that's why I'm asking. If you wanted a physical copy, it probably is, but it's available digitally. So if it doesn't matter to you if you have a physical or digital copy, you can just download it from the Microsoft Store. I'm just looking at my uh, friends list, and uh, not to brag, but I have quite a few friends on TA. Uh, (laughs) Only only 13 uh, have the no 12 have the game, uh, and only two of those people have in fact completed the game, and that would be one Matroc and one Big L. Yeah. <laughs> so I also Surprise. noticed that you earned the achievement for finishing a two-player song with ten stars, and I was wondering who your second player was. Um. Well, there's a story to that, um, but I'm not going to tell it here. I'll tell it at another time, though. <laughs> so it wasn't Big L. No. <laughs> oh, shame, shame, shame. I was hoping for video evidence of Big L throwing himself around doing Zumba, I mean, Zumba Kids. L and I have, I mean, I helped him with his uh, two-player 10-star achievement back in the day. So, or I might have played that with his son or something. But, like, I've definitely played many of uh, of the Zumba games and Just Dance games. And there's plenty. If you go to Just Dance, like, 2016, I'm sure there's plenty of video evidence you can easily pull down on the Xbox One, if that was something really motivating to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, on eBay, uh, you, if it's rare, it doesn't show because you can <laughs> buy it now for eight dollars, and that's including shipping. So, uh, does, and it's like the actual—it's not just a disc or a, you know a, a Game Pass uh, case. It's the actual game in in the case. So there you go. I don't think any Connect games sealed. really appreciated <laughs> in value because in order to play a Connect game, even an easy one, you have to have a functioning Connect in the space to do so. So I think that's always going to minimize those. Like there's a surprising amount of, I, I was doing some spring cleaning the other day and I found three or four sealed six to eight hour easy completions for the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. And uh, because, you know, I bought them in 2012 when six to eight hours seemed like a, a good deal. And they've retained some value, but mm-hmm. the Connect games, just again, because of the products you need to play them, they're pretty easy to acquire and if anyone really wants to well i actually have it digitally i was going to offer my copy but i i can't do that so <laughs> um, now one last question on for me anyway the mm-hmm. uh, um is there any kind of surfing mini game that's in this game like because i'm, I'm looking at the official gameplay trailer and it mm-hmm. appears that some young i don't know i think that's a boy is surfing on a rug that really ties the room together so is there any kind of surfing challenge or is it uh, strictly dancing? One of the songs is Wipeout. Ah, oh, I bet you that's what he's doing. Yeah. And, and that's one thing after playing the game so much this last month, like I was playing it eventually by the end of the month with the sound off because I had played mm-hmm. all the songs so often that with the sound off just by choreography, I knew what song I was playing. It, so it, it gets old fast. It's not bad at what it does. If you're just going to play it casually for a Kinect game, it's actually nice because it's not frustrating. Because even someone who's not a great dancer can still get five stars pretty reasonably on the game. And the tracking is pretty good on it, all things considered. It's it's just that 12 hours in a month achievement that's a pain. No, I question on that is... Mm-hmm. Now, last time I did a, a kid's dancing game, the songs were sung by children and it was super irritating. <laughs> is the music, is it kids singing or is it uh, real people singing? No, it's not kids singing. Uh, as 
would be expected from Zumba. It's not a lot of pop stuff. Like there is Wipeout mm-hmm. and there's um, a Justin Bieber song in it that's remixed in some way. But a lot of it's uh, more Latin flavor kind of music. I think there are two or three songs that actually aren't really um, – maybe the, the beats to them are established as songs. But the if you listen to the lyrics, the lyrics are just telling you what to do. Like, you know, stomp once, stomp mm-hmm. twice, you know, stop, move, whatever it is. So the, the, there's really no licensed kids boppy type music in it. Hmm. But I got the completion. That's what I was uh, most excited for. So I picked up those extra 11 achievements. I wrapped up that 525 or so gamer score that I still needed. Or no, I started with 380 gamer score rather. So I wrapped up that last uh, 620 that I needed. And I picked up just over 1000 TA in it as well this month. So the gains were good, at least for my non-backwards compatible choices, even if they weren't so good. And if I cheated by doing them both in May. Nicely done. Two completions. Yeah, I would say you came in with two two completions for the month. That's yeah. a shame from there. And they were both actually yeah. backlog games too, which was nice. I didn't start awesome. anything new for it. So that th- this was a successful month insofar as what back-to-back was supposed to do. And no, I never got to play Reketeer. So at some point, I will play it because it does actually look like a lot of fun. But uh, It is. Great game. Connect time was all, all dancing time. So maybe in a couple months after the Definitely. summer because it's too hot for Connect now. Yeah, Reketeer is a good one. I recommend going into it. Definitely. Okay, thank you very much. Elroy, you are up. Can you tell us what you've been playing? I could. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Let's see. uh, I think my April one was, yeah, April was Your Shape Fitness Evolve 2012. Not to be confused with Your Shape, uh, I think. That's the name of the other one. I'm not sure. Uh, but it's uh, basically the sequel to the one that I did the month prior. And the reason I chose it is because I could idle the crap out of this game. And so when you're running three stations to stay alive in a contest that is long since passed, uh, you need to have all hands on deck. So while my uh, Cronus was running on the Xbox One, my Rhino was burning calories in my chair in front of the Kinect while I played on the Windows uh, option. So I had three stations going pretty much nonstop for the better part of a month and a half. And That's some uh, next yeah. level contest participation right there. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I was pretty proud of my setup. My, my wife just told me she, that I was ridiculous like she'd come in here and just and she took a few pictures uh for memory's sake to show the links i went to 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 do this thing so but uh as far as the achievements go uh, my rhino ended up with 830 gamer score uh out of uh 1050 so there's some dlc there but i'll touch on that in a second and it was worth 3,395 TA. So some pretty good difference. Most notably the uh, burned uh, 200,000 calories and I believe 100,000 or mm-hmm. maybe it's 100, yeah, yeah. 150,000. Uh, each one of those was worth um, close to 500 TAD. So those were welcome little uh, infusions into it. So... Uh, with the game, I didn't actually play a whole lot of it, but I did have to navigate the menus a lot. And the uh, when you're doing the races, uh, 
so I saw there's all kinds of information out there on this game on how best to cheat your Kinect. And so the one I settled on is actually using uh, the races. And someone said you have to shake a towel in front of yourself uh, and then you'll take off running. Uh, you can never go faster than 20 miles per hour. So it really didn't... And, and the race would be over by the time you got to any meaningful calorie count. And so the method I took was to set something in the chair and then you kind of slowly descend behind it <laughs> until you're, you're out of sight and then you just kind of sprint out of the picture or crawl out of the picture and then it thinks that you're doing something. It's trying to adjust and it ends up thinking that you're just like moving like a crazy person because uh, your, your, your calorie counter just keeps going up. I mean, it just sits there and just ticks up. And so if you do it right, you can get like close to a thousand calories per hour uh but normally you end up around i don't know maybe 500 an hour at at best kind of a thing but uh i had a lot of setbacks on this game i'm not gonna lie uh i think i t sent y'all a message once telling you how furious i was with this game but it had nothing to do with the game itself um <laughs> in the time that i've lived it where i live at and it's i've been here for about 11 years in this house I think the power has gone out on me maybe 10 times and so probably less than once a year. We're are we, we have pretty reliable power here and uh when I was running this it I it it takes a little while to get it set up in the race where your your calories are really going up. And so one time I got it set up just perfectly where it was not moving because uh, you have to get it where your player is not progressing or else they'll finish the race. And so you want them to be stationary while the, the calories are going up. And so I had finally achieved that, and it took me all the way to the finish line. I was literally one meter from the finish line. I mean, I was practically standing on the, on the finish line, and it finally started counting. I was like, oh, this is great. So when I'm ready to collect my calories, I'll just enter the frame, and it'll probably automatically go over the finish line. And so, because you couldn't get any closer to the finish line than what I was. And so it was all the way up to, I believe, 10,000, uh, or no, no, that was the, I believe the day it was up to 20,000, 20,000 calories. That would look really good in my total because I was trying to get 200,000. So 20,000 is a very sizable chunk. And <laughs> I'm sitting here working at the, the Windows station and all of a sudden it just goes dark. And I'm just like, are you freaking kidding me? And so that is one drawback I have for this game is that it doesn't keep a running tally for you. You have to wait until you finish the race. And once you finish the race, it will add those calories to your, oh, your total. No. And so those 20,000 calories just went right out the window. And I, I had the Rhino running all day on it. That was like it, the power went out like, after five o'clock and I had started it that morning at eight o'clock and it just, I mean, it was, it was really, it was like the best I had ever gotten it aligned. And so I lost that and I, I thought, man, yeah, I mean, that was, that was really a, a blow to the gut and uh, I shook it off. And then uh, two days later I had like 10 to 12,000 calories on there. And then I went for a run while it was doing this. I went and ran the pig and when I came back with the pig, I come upstairs. And I'm like, where's the game at? And then 
I, I, I was just like, did it like stop tracking me and then automatically turn off? You know how sometimes it'll turn off and mm-hmm. then detect? Yeah. So I just thought, well, is that what happened? And I was like, but I had it positioned so perfectly. I don't see how it would have done that. And so then I, I didn't click with me until later that night when I looked at my old school uh, alarm clock and it was flashing and I was like, Oh, I didn't, oh no! Yeah, so the power obviously went out while I was running the pig, and so I lost a total of probably about thirty-two, thirty-five thousand calories on track to get two hundred thousand. So, it it, I I almost just said the heck with this. I thought it was cursed. Uh, the fact the power went out twice at the most inopportune time, and it, it's unusual. Now the other grief I have with this game is the Ubisoft store. So if you're going for the completion in this game, which I was kind of trying to do, um, none of the achievements are necessarily unobtainable. Uh, they're kind of partially unobtainable, but you can still kind of finagle it where it'll it'll work. But there's one for completing every workout, and it's worth like 170 TAD. And I thought I was going to get it. I did all the workouts, except there's two workouts that you have to download from the Ubisoft store. So you click on it, and it says, oh, I'm sorry, the Ubisoft store is not available right now. Try again later. Let me tell you something. It's never available. Yeah, I tried later. I tried later. I tried later. I tried all hours of the day. It is not going to happen. So I would argue that that is an unobtainable because I don't know when the Ubisoft store is open, but um, it is not. Now, this is for free downloads. Now, they were going to sell me. There's some DLC that's not worth downloading or paying for that you can you know, still download because you pay for it. But the free stuff that is accessible from the store, why they didn't just include it in the, in the game, I, I don't know. I mean, you, I don't know, maybe trying to drum up Ubisoft uh, account numbers. I don't know. But that was really uh, disappointing because... I went through all those workouts, and then I can't get the completed every workout achievement. And if it wasn't for that one, I would probably have the completion because I also would have netted me collected all medals in every badge. So actually, that cost me uh, probably about 800 TA. So, yeah, uh, more than that. But yeah, it uh, that was disappointing. So. Uh, yeah, none of that's marked on TA, right? That's all still marked as no, obtainable. It's all marked, yeah, it's all marked obtainable. But I'm arguing that it, it is not, and this wow. is just something that I don't know about. But uh, I guess if you access it, well, I guess probably why it's not uh, unobtainable is because if you had downloaded it previously, you could still do it. But you know, well, they can not... mark it as partially discontinued or unobtainable. That's that's something TA. We'll do. Might have to reach out to the game information team and, and get that updated yeah. for all the people yeah. that are freshly starting your Shape Fitness Evolve 2012 <laughs> here oh, in 2020. I want them to feel my pain. No. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, all in all, uh, I didn't really play this game. It looked like it would work up a pretty good sweat of your action. Well, I, I take that back. I did have to finish all the runs. Uh, so um, every time I need to collect my calories. So I did end up probably running a couple of miles just to get to the finish line. Um, I mean, it was not a big deal, but uh, I usually would do that at night and uh, I would go very leisurely because I would let it run all day. And then I, you know, 
get upstairs at, like t- after I took a shower and everything. And I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot this thing was still running. Let me go ahead and you know finish it mm-hmm. off. And yeah, and so I ended up running a little bit. So they got me a little bit, but uh, uh, yeah, that was my experience with it. Do you think you'll go back? Because I'm I'm just reading the comments on TA about this, and somebody, a couple people mentioned that they didn't finish all the workouts for the achievement to pop. But they think that maybe just finishing the hardest difficulty on all the workouts or the the last workout oh. for all the workouts might work. So oh, I did everything. Yeah, oh, I okay. Everything. Hmm. Yeah, I, and by I, I mean I set up my Rhino to do everything. Everything's done. I can't just have spell to Rhino download. without I. <laughs> That's right. And uh, well, but and I, yeah, I mean, I just missing those two, and yeah, it's that's it. So, uh, so if now, you're looking for something to idle, this would be a good one for you. Well, now, someone, did you pay attention at all to the workouts, like, or was it just completely in the background for you while you were doing other stuff? Uh, it was completely in the background. Okay. But even sometimes, not even that, because I would have the Cronus going in the background, so I would be because it required <clears> more attention. So. I, I don't really know much about this game. Well, I'm curious if you ever if you ever take a look at it as somebody who does work out and does have an exercise regimen. That mm-hmm. if you did one of the workouts, I, I'm curious what your thought would be if you thought that that was something that's actually like valid. If somebody who isn't um, motivated to work out without getting achievements, if this is something mm-hmm. that you feel is a good workout to do, or if it's like now nah, you're just wasting your time, buy some free weights or whatever it might be. I saw a couple of the boot camp uh, workouts, and they looked decent. I mean, it was it was uh, kind of on par with what something you might do, like a a uh, lesser version of insanity, maybe. Um, and there wasn't any weight training classes really. Uh, there was nothing that I don't think people would do use that for that. But uh, as far as body weight exercises, uh, it it. It would probably work pretty good, I would imagine, especially for beginners. But um, it's, yeah, I think it's uh, worthwhile if you can get the tracker to work accurately. So, okay. Yeah. So in answer to the question, what is fitness evolved? You would say sitting a rhino in front of the TV. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Okay. That is how we evolved as a species is that we outsource uh, mundane tasks such as that. Uh, 200,000 calories. I mean, are you kidding me? Uh, who's going to sit there and do that? I, I don't know. So, um, yeah, I would say I, I suppose other items would work, but the rhino really worked good because he had the arms kind of sticking out and everything, or legs. And, and also just um, because I don't remember – you probably already said this, but this actually, everything you got in the game, you got starting in April, right? You hadn't started this previously. So if you do have a reliable Rhino or other item, <laughs> you could stick in front of your Connect and even experience a couple power outages. You can actually get a pretty substantial amount done within a month or so, correct? Absolutely. Uh, the only reason that some of mine bled over into uh, May is just because I was cashing out all the ones I had preloaded in April. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I might also add that, uh, I did that with my January pick, which was fighter within. So if you go and look, um, my numbers are a lot more respectable now, now that I actually, uh, finished off the, the achievements that I was saving for that final week. And, uh, I do owe an apology, uh, to, uh, Matthias Anderson, uh, who, so Matthias, the dead squirrel corpse, I apologize 
your achievement description of just punching Angel Face in the face constantly, it actually does work. I had said previously that it didn't work, and I said that uh, it was rubbish, but it is actually true. So there you go. I uh, I discovered that. Uh, but uh, for this one, I was keeping those 150,000 and 200,000 uh, calorie counts for you know the last week because that was Brilliant. like a thousand easy ones. So nice. Okay. So uh, we've gone from Matrox Zumba Kids connect experience to your your shape fitness evolved mm-hmm. connect experience moving on to may let's tell me about your may maybe connect experience <laughs> maybe so yes it, uh, uh, i tried i attempted to do dance paradise which is the highly rated 2.23 uh starred uh, dancing game that has uh, uh, over 1,000 people that have track gamers on it. So, uh, yeah, so it's immensely popular, as you can imagine. Uh, so getting my hands on a copy of it was not easy. And so I chose it because it has a uh, 4,000 TA difference, and so that's what I was really focusing on uh, for the month. Unfortunately, part of the reason I did not play it as much as I would have liked to is because of that rating on it and I realized every time I did that that uh, I was losing a different competition I was in with X so yeah so the 2.23 I'm not sure but that basically is subtracting substantial amount of points off my tally so I kind of tabled it for the most part and then I thought well I'll just go back to it on uh, June 1st and uh, kind of knock it out and uh, nobody be the wiser that I didn't actually do it inside May but um, once the contest ended my desire to to muscle through this thing was, uh, was zapped um, and I must say I am super impressed with uh, my uh, counterpart over there uh, Matriarch with her 2700 <laughs> uh, TA uh, TA in this game. Um, uh, you you've been through a lot. I can see. Well, it looks like it looks like you didn't finish the song. Like you accomplished a lot, considering like your last number of songs achievement you got was only ten. You know, I did that today. In fact, I just wanted to make it respectable. <laughs> uh, I did. Uh, I finished a few songs, and you know, I didn't really do the math in my head with how long it would take to go through mm-hmm. all the songs because these songs are several minutes long each. And so, you know, you're just grinding through it. And then the physical part of it, I'm fine with. It's just the, the, I guess, more the rhythm part of it. And you actually have to do the moves and or else it says missed, missed, missed. Yeah. And you have to score uh, at least in, uh, there's, I, I probably will go back and do the 20 songs and 30 songs, but to finish all songs, you actually have to score uh, amateur or better on it. So depending on how well you did, uh, there's pro, which is the I assume the top, and then amateurs below that, and I forget. I think novice so is below that. It's it's amateur and then pro, and then the top ranking is star. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I didn't see a lot of that ranking. Uh, I did see it, however. <laughs> I thought this thing was off to a hell of a start, man, because I, I I I put it in there. And uh, I played the first song, and it, it was one of those um, kind of like auto mm-hmm. uh, unlock sessions. I did the first song, like literally, I just did the first song, 
and I had 200 gamer score when I was done. So <laughs> I'm not sure how many pops that was. You could probably add it up, but it was probably I don't know 10 pops or close to it, and yeah. it just kept going and going. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh my god, I did I is this thing glitched or? Because I guess I did really good on my first try on it and got like the one with no mistakes, which is worth a little bit and uh, full everything, full health, uh, a nice multiplier. And because if you make mistakes, your multiplier uh, just disappears and you lose health and blah, blah, blah. Kind of like rock band or what have you. But um, it, uh, yeah, I thought, man, I'm, this is easy. So I played one song, I had 200 gamer score in it, and then the rest of the month I had uh, 140. So, and and uh, 20 of that came today. So, yeah, not not my best success, I'll be honest. Um, I, I did dance it with uh, my lovely wife. Uh, I enlisted her and did the one song in verses, one song in attack mode, and... Uh, uh, synchro mode mm -hmm. uh, we qualified as a star in synchro mode that was that was the the peak of where i got most of my points i got 212 tad from just doing that with the nice show. when i yeah. ask when i ask my wife if she wants to help me get achievements she gives me the look <laughs> look like i can't believe you finally asked i've been waiting to put the yeah. code no no it's, it's uh yes it's a single look that somehow manages to say so much yeah and well it, to, it, to me it's kind of funny because kale she's oh she's kind of onto it now but the early connect games the tracking's not all great and so she i think her expectations that she would be awarded for her dance skills were a little too high and i tried to explain that to her on the front end but you know she do the move perfectly in her mind and it would say missed and she would get so fighting mad because i guess <laughs> she had never had connect disappointment before so it was kind of funny to me <laughs> to hear her yelling at the tv like i just you know she would just get all flustered with it and, you know so it was kind of funny <laughs> yeah i've never seen that with connect but i've certainly seen that with rock band like my friends who were like karaoke goers and then they'd play uh -huh. the song in rock band and it would be like yeah, this is terrible it's like you know rock band doesn't want your version of the song <laughs> it wants the song that was recorded and it's the same with the connect game but with mm -hmm. an extra twist right the connect doesn't want your version of the dance it wants your ver it wants the actual version of the dance as processed through the connect's ability to track you which is <laughs> which near is impossible very, to figure out yeah. for any of these games. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. These and these, I don't know. It was, and the the people that the tracking. So, for in case anyone's wanting to embark on this adventure, the way it works is is there's four tracks on it. So you have uh, four lanes, if you will. This, I I think they tried to make this game a lot like Rock Band because you know you have the different chords, you know mm -hmm. the different buttons you have to push. So you have to dance in that lane. And so you see this little bizarre blockheaded robot looking thing and it's like doing the move and then you have to wait for it to come all the way down to the end of the the line and then you start dancing it in that uh that that slot and you have to keep doing the same move until uh either the next one comes down the same slot or in the one next to it and then you have to scoot over. So you have to move over to the to the right or the left in order to get in the proper lane to do the moves that you probably can't do anyway. So there's a lot going on, a lot of moving parts. And at some point, I think there's a, multi, there's a, you know, like, uh, have you tilt the guitar and unleash, mm -hmm. was it rock mode or whatever it's called? Yeah, overdrive or star power, depending yeah, on which yeah, franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's it. And so they have a version of that in this game where you jump. Now, I could never figure out when I was supposed to jump, so I was just jumping around, and every once in a while would activate <laughs> something. And I'm sure that it was probably in the tutorial that I just glossed right over on my way to 200 easy gamer score. But uh, there's something like that in it. So, um, you know, and the, the songs, oh, my gosh, Bad Romance, man. Uh, that, that, that one, like... <laughs> that was well all the rage the in rhythm time. games at that time. Oh, it was in my everything. gosh. Yeah. Woo. As but, well as I did in the first song, I did just as bad in that song. So, yeah. And if, if you're having a hard time visualizing, sorry to cut you off, Julie, but if you're having a hard time visualizing what Elroy's trying to explain, if you've ever played Rock Band Blitz, it's like a dance version of that, where just what saying, you have to succeed at the lane to fill in the lane, and then once you fill in all the lanes, you get a multiplier. If I remember correctly, and this game, unlike a lot of other dancing games, uh, it is. That your score is completely contingent on that multiplier. If you drop the multiplier mm-hmm. at any time, you're just you're not going to do very well, which is frustrating nope. because it also doesn't straight up fail you that much. So there's an achievement in the game to finish a song in the red. And if you've ever played Guitar Hero, you've had that song where the lights are blinking and you're about to fail out, and thank goodness you got that last note and you finished the song. Uh, neither of us have that achievement for finishing a song in the red. So it's <laughs> it's easy enough that you're not really going to fail out, but because of the scoring system, it's not easy to do well at the high ranks in the game. Yeah, usually if I was in the red, it was because it kept telling me I was missing moves that I wouldn't I uh, wasn't missing, and so uh, I would either I would either step out of the frame and go back to the main menu. Just I mean, because at that point it's just a waste of time because there's nothing. I mean, if you don't get at least amateur, you're not moving towards any goal in the game. So, um, yeah, so I would either that or I just turn it off piss. So there you go. All right. (laughs) So just to summarize, your experience with Dance Paradise was a lot of dancing, not much paradise. (laughs) <laughs> Indeed, it uh, it earned every bit of those two stars. Man. It worked hard for those. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I would give Dance Paradise this much, and I I haven't played it in a long time, so my memory isn't clear. But it did try to do something different. It didn't try to be like you mm-hmm. know just a set of choreography and here you go. Because if you've played Just Dance, if you've played Dance Central, if you've played even Zumba. It's all kind of the same. There's a dancer on the screen that you're mirroring. There are little cards that come up to show you what's coming Mm -hmm. up next. And you do your best to guess at what that really means. Even something like the Alvin and the Chipmunks game works like that. This one, by introducing that sort of lane format where you're supposed to move back and forth, at least it tried to be something unique. So Mm -hmm. I think the game deserves that much credit, but uh, that doesn't necessarily put it into a different plane. It's just worth noting. I give it an extra 0.23 stars, so we'll just Two, up it to 2.23. All right, that's perfect. <laughs> I agree. Fantastic. Brilliant. Well, there we go. That is a, our bumper edition of all of the games we've played so far. Uh, let's just wrap it up quickly by saying what we're going to be playing in June. And I will yeah. start by saying, uh, if you listen to a recent podcast, you'll have heard that community member Jay Black, Jablach, has challenged over 20 of us in the community to play Lego games in June. And one of the ones I'm going to be playing is Lego Lord of the Rings, which happens to be not backwards compatible. Uh, So also an achievement for that game turned up in my war boats. So I'm going to be doing epic stacking, getting my um, challenge for J Black, my war boats and my back-to-back all in one go. Brilliant. Efficient. That's awesome. 
Yeah. So yeah, Lego Lord of the Rings. That's going to be what I'll be talking about next month. How about you, Matrox? Quick question. Have you started Lego Lord of the Rings yes. or is this going to be fresh for you? I have died. I think a little bit more than dived it. I think I've okay. done the first couple of levels, but really not much at all. Okay. It's one of those ones that I think <clears throat> I've jumped back into occasionally for, you know, various challenges and things just to get an achievement here, an achievement there. Okay. So I, too, am going to be stacking between different competitions. The game I'm going to be working on next month. Well, I also don't like to commit to one game, so I'm actually going to work on a a suite of games. And these are the um, non-backwards compatible game show titles that exist on the Xbox 360. So primarily, it will be Wheel of Fortune for the Xbox 360. This also showed up on my random to-do list this month. And if I complete my random to-do list thing, I'm pretty close because it's for winning 50 games to completing it, which will also match one of my Chewy Championship Challenge categories. So lots of checkboxes there. Um, But I also intend to work on The Price is Right, which involves the Kinect, but no dancing, and Jeopardy. Wow. That's a, that's a lot there. Well, I'm, I'm close with all those games. Jeopardy, I only need two more achievements mm-hmm. in. Um, Wheel of Fortune, I only need seven more to finish it. Price is Right, I, I have a little more work to do, but some of it involves like online multiplayer with other people who have Kinect, so I'm not going to do those. So just tying up the things that I can tie up pretty easily. So Wheel of Fortune, Jeopardy, Price is Right. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, but haven't those all three games definitely not appeared as Chief Wiz games? <laughs> Have they? Oh, yeah, I guess. Uh, I don't know that The Price is Right has. Uh, I'm on it. Jeopardy yeah. has. Jeopardy. There definitely was the Jeopardy one uh, with cats and zombies as categories. Uh, yeah, but these are ideas had... we can certainly use. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm getting at here. <laughs> <laughs> I still got to finish up the totally not card sharks, man. <laughs> uh, what about no. you, Elroy? What's what's your June choice? Oh man, I, I'm not 100 percent sure. So I might I might either start NBA Street Home Court. Um, I don't know. I just found it in my game collection, and I have never started it. And I don't know. It's only worth. I don't know. It's, it's. I mean, it's a thousand gamer score, but eight to ten hours, like three hundred TA difference. But not that I'm playing for TA difference anymore. But I think most of that comes from uh, discontinued Chivos. I don't know. I may may or may not choose that. If I don't choose that one, I'll probably choose uh, Rise of the Argonauts. Uh, I think that was the one I originally was going to do in January, back when we were talking about <laughs> creating this segment, uh, M and I. Uh, so, uh, for some reason I have one achievement in this game and, uh, out of 45 and it's just sitting there and at some point I should probably do something with it. I was, I find it curious though, that on the game, it's kind of daunting in the sense that of the uh, 13,000 ish gamers on it, that 800 of them, over 800 of them have, uh, just one achievement in it. So I don't know. There's a reason for that. Uh, I don't remember why I stopped playing it. I've, I played it back in 2018. It looks like for Thanksgiving break. And I don't know. It's uh, it's sitting out there. So I might do it. Yeah. I mean, looking quickly at the list for that one, it looks like you get the first achievement for finishing the first mission. And a lot of the achievements are missable or collectible. So probably just people who dabbled in it and just, 
you know, for whatever reason, stopped there. And it, and if you didn't get that, <laughs> like, if you didn't get through the first chapter, you wouldn't even have an achievement in the game in most cases. So that would explain why you see a lot of that. So a, a lot of it, games on TA are very skewed in that way because of the July event that's coming up. The bean dive. Right. Oh, so you'll well, have a I've never done that in my for, life. So. Yeah. If you see a lot know. of people with one achievement, that's that's bean divers right there. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that seems like uh, Chin Doctor and Ex Provos uh, both have one achievement in there. But I don't even have the achievement for doing chapter one. All I did was impale 25 people, and I just said, oh, okay, I'm good. So I don't know <laughs> if I just needed some, uh, <laughs> some uh, mindless violence or something. I'm not sure. I just picked up this game and got impelled 25 people and I set it down never to be seen again. So there you go. Well, it looks like a game you should play with a guide in hand. And maybe if you do that, it'll, you know, it'll oh, all you fall know into I place. Will. Yep. You know, I, will. I expected no different. <laughs> Fantastic. Yep, so there you go. Brilliant. Well, looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully we'll be back on schedule. So uh, if you're still here listening to this bumper back to back edition, back to back, Back, back to back edition of back to back. There's a lot of backs there. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back on track with our monthly updates. And if you're playing a non-backwards compatible game, feel free to let us know in the Discord. Maybe we can feature you in a future segment as well. I remember back in the uh, day we had Skeptical Mario mm-hmm. in a section. And I'm uh, sure and some be- of these Lego players are in the same boat you are. They'll be playing some non-backwards compatible stuff. So it'd be great to hear their experiences with that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, We, we yeah. definitely want to hear about Lego games. I mean, whew, yeah, please. In, yeah, in fact, let's make it an all Lego back to back. There you go. Oh, well, you're officially I'll let you, I'll let you decide in. if I was being sarcastic or not. <laughs> okay, well, brilliant. Let's uh, let's wrap this thing up, and we'll see you next month. Bye bye. Whoa! Did someone mention thy sword? Oh well, let me tell you something. The rat is back with this hidden jewel. Woo! I enjoyed this one. Imagine this. In this rat, you can choose between two different characters. There is the hashtag Gaines Barbarian with a sword and a Women Play Video Games 2 Valkyrie with a bow. And you can choose either one to embark on the adventure with. Now, this game is called Thy Sword, not Thy Bow. So you could probably know who I chose. But eh, if you don't, Just follow your bros. Now, this game consists of single stage or single screen stages. So you're not going to actually leave the screen (laughs) when you hit single uh, during each level. Now, there's multiple platforms. Each one typically has an enemy standing on them. Some don't. The goal is simple. You clear out the enemies and the door opens magically and you can advance to the next stage, which coincidentally looks pretty much just like the previous stage, just the platforms in different areas with different enemies on them, and you just keep doing this. You keep doing it eh, four times, but then on the fifth room, you're going to be either ported to a night stage where you can't see more than just the area around you, or you get a boss battle. But more on that in a sec. With the exception of three to four of the Chivos uh, that you can obtain during the tutorial or the character select level. That's right. They get you started early. Character select. Just go 
smack the uh, lantern that's hanging there and you get your first Chivo. Now, I was showing off. I purposely saved them for last, but yeah. Now, the Chivos are pretty spread out evenly other than those, and you're not going to do anything that's too unusual from what you would normally do in a in the game or, in, or a game you know, like this. There is one missable one uh, for finding the hidden gold chamber, so make sure that you pay real close attention to Bills when he talks about that. I assume you're going to watch that video. Now, my personal favorite Chivos in the game are derived from the three methods of attack. So you have your sword. One could say that is thy sword. You swing it quickly, it gets the job done. Now, the second is a bow that you can purchase from the caravan store that you can access after finishing five levels of a stage. So you beat five stages, you get to the caravan. There's a merchant there. You can buy a bow if you have some money. Uh, use it, and you can shoot things. Uh, there's a couple of Chivos tied to doing so. And then there is the second sword attack that is my personal favorite. So Bronan the warrior shoots across the screen and does a spinning chop attack with the bad boy. He takes that sword and he is making some, I don't know, some sweet chin music. Uh, and by chin music, I mean uh, instant decapitation. That's right. So he just, uh, he has one attack where he just kind of, you know, plays grab ass and, you know, hits him with a sword slowly, you know, and let him bleed out or what have you. Or, you know, you could uh, be super awesome and run around separating you know, everybody from their head. Uh, that's kind of the fun part of the game. Uh, but there are two Chivos relating to using the super awesome attack. One is for just beheading one enemy and the other is for beheading 15 enemies. And I didn't find it very difficult to do. In fact, it was the first achievement I popped uh, out out of the tutorial was uh, the 15 chopping heads. Because uh, you can actually chop a head during the tutorial. So props to the tutorial for letting you chop heads in the middle, you know, at the beginning. Uh, so I went, you know, straight out of the gate chopping heads and and uh, had a grand old time, you know. And, and then I got to the, the first boss. You can't really cut the head off the boss, but yeah. Now, the bosses all award Chivos. There's six of them. Well, there's five minor bosses, if you will, and then the sixth one is, like, the main boss, and the sixth one is actually the end of the game. So, uh, for those of you keeping diligent records at home, this is one of those rats you actually have to play through to completion, which I didn't mind, honestly. It's pretty quick, so it's not like that adds a, a whole lot. Now, there are some non-boss stages I think you could theoretically skip, uh, but I went ahead and played every stage, not because of my devotion to Thy Sword, although I am quite devoted to this game, but rather because of my gambling problem. Yeah, that's right. I have a gambling problem. See, there's this blackjack dealer, and he hangs out in the caravan, and at the end of each stage... Uh, for some reason, I kept going back. I don't know. So I won the first few <laughs> hands with him uh, when I beat the first stage. And I guess that kind of lured me into a false sense of security. I didn't have much money when I beat, it, you know, when I beat those stages. But uh, uh, I added a little bit from taking his money. And then in all the stages that followed, I did... I don't think I won ever again against him. I, I don't know if the game is set up or if I'm just that bad at blackjack or both. I don't know. Uh, I don't want to admit how much of my money I lost to him. 
I just can tell you that his laughter will haunt me for a while. So you close out after you lose and he just laughs. He just laughs at you as he has, takes all your money. I made that guy rich, man. He probably afforded like a new trailer just for me. But in any case, I did need a better sword, I thought, before taking on the main boss. Uh, there's only three to choose from, I believe. There's the default thy sword and then there's the thy sword plus one attack and then there's the thy sword plus two attack and i think they have some fancy names like flaming sword or something but uh basically you can just add two to your attack which you do notice uh in playing against some of the bot uh the minor enemies they only take two hits instead of three or what have you but um i also needed a bow because I needed to uh, get a random Chivo for killing a flying thing um, with it. So there you go. So I had to afford a few things. And then also you want to buy double jump because that makes the game so much easier. Now, my first tip, however, would be don't listen to Bills and stay the hell away from this man. There you go. That's tip one. Uh, because if you're very thorough and you actually open all the chests and kill all the enemies and grab the coins that they drop and gems that they drop, you will have plenty of money to buy everything you could possibly want. If I hadn't wasted all my money on this poor, or you know, he's not poor anymore, on this this doofus in the caravan, then I would have uh, had more than, I, I probably could have skipped probably two stages, I would imagine. Now, the boss battles. That was uh, actually my favorite part of the game. Uh, each one was very unique, and they actually required a little bit of skill. Uh, so there's one, it's the Sorcerer of Thorn. Uh, I found that he was aptly named because he was the biggest thorn in my side uh, to to take him down. He has like these three forms, and or he has like three of them, and the spawn on the screen, and then one starts shooting fire, and then it'll tear you up in a hurry. Uh, so you kind of wait until he spawns his bats, and then you just go unload on him. And so it takes a little patience, a little... You, you learn, learn the, the pattern pretty quick. But uh, the second place goes to the Lich King and Queen. Uh, now, uh, they weren't overly difficult. I mean, I defeated them on the second try. However, I did have a beef about the encounter uh, as I ended the stage with just one health. Okay, so it was, it was a hard-fought battle. I only have one health left. And so in this stage, uh, you there's a pit in the middle of it. And when you beat a boss, the jewel that you are after, which is why you're attacking these bosses... Uh, you, because you have to get the five jewels in order to access the main boss. So the jewel descends from the heavens and descends right in the middle of the thorn pit. Um, it's just the way the game's set up. Man. There you go. They're, never mind, they could have put a little platform there, you know, not in the thorn pit. But you have to grab the jewel. And so let me quote Bills for one second. Bills said, and I quote, Of course it's on the spikes. But don't worry about taking damage. <clears throat> so I uh, took Bill's advice and I just jumped right on that jewel and then I got simultaneous. You gained the crown of death. And of course, that was kind of foreboding because the congratulations, the, the crown of death is a good thing. You want that. That's the name of the jewel. So I said, you gained the crown of death. And then it quickly faded as it said, you died. And then... Um, yeah, it appears that the tie goes to the Lich King because I respond with him quite alive and quite well and had to defeat him yet again. Not that it was that difficult, but it just 
completely avoidable. So thanks, Bills. So tip two. Here it is. I later learned that you can walk through thorn pits. Just walk straight across them. Yep. Uh, so if you happen to have one slice of health left after beating the Lich, Lich King, uh, just walk across the spikes. Don't jump. Just do not jump. Just walk across it. And you will grab the jewel and not take any damage. That's the truth that Bills doesn't want you to know. But I'm giving it to you straight. Now, for the main boss, you better bring your A-game. Because uh, he's no slouch. And it takes a, nah, it took me several tries to learn his attack patterns. Uh, but you get the most licks on him uh, when he's in this... Well, his first form's the the one that's actually really challenging. Uh, well, not really challenging, but more challenging than the second form. And... Uh, so just be ready for when he hovers in the air. It's right before the attack that drops swords all over the screen. Uh, you can get about six good hits in on him when he does that. Yeah, it's pretty. That's that's when you can really shine there. Now, as for any other tips, I only have one to tell you. However, that tip will tell you how to beat every stage very easily. So here it is. Tip number three. Number three. Don't take on the enemy straight on. It's that simple. You have to block. You know, you like go up there to fight them. You have to block. You got to learn which ones swing twice, which ones hit, you know, swing three times. It's, it, the archers, oh, the archers are the worst because they should shoot you full of arrows as you try to get them. But you have to learn all the blocking and all that. And it's, it's a whole thing. So make it easier on yourselves. And what I learned is that you jump or later use the double jump and you attack their feet. They can't hit you. You just swing and hit their feet. And then after you hit their feet, they're like, oh my gosh, something from below just hit my feet. And they immediately jump down. So use that to your advantage. Thus, you jump up, hit their feet, and then position yourself directly below them. Well, one's you know, right off to the side of where they're right below them. And then they jump down and you just basically hit them as they fall and then hit them as they land and they will die. All of them will die before they even get set. So... Theoretically, you should not take any damage. Um, it makes the game really easy. You're welcome. Uh, as for the game itself, I freaking loved it. It's old school. And it didn't wear out its welcome and left about half an hour early as opposed to a half an hour too late. Uh, the boss battles are challenging enough to make you feel like you're good at video games. So that's kind of cool. And although the stages building up to the bosses are monotonous, they go... You know, pretty quick because you know I just gave you the, the the cheat code there, and you can always spice things up if you want to just start chopping off heads like a madman. So full endorsements here, I would say go make thy sword thy next rat. Thanks for listening. This is Elroy OMJ talking rats. Hello and welcome to Waka's Weird Wonders, a Waka page letting you know of a game few have played and might be worth your time. 
in this case strictly if you like to the platformers. Caveman Warriors is a up to four players co-op platformer, but it is probably easier in single player, where you play as four cavemen or cave lady warriors, trying to rescue two kids who have been abducted by an alien. In its barely successful Kickstarter, raising $11,000 with a goal of $10,000, the game was pitched as a challenging platformer mainly inspired by Joe and Mac, New Super Mario, Trine, Metal Slug and Castle Crashers. While you can certainly see the ingredients they put in their mixer, the result is not quite as good as its inspirations. The game is more punishing than challenging, as you only have a limited amount of lives between checkpoints or you have to restart the current level from the beginning again. The bosses might appear difficult at first, but they have very predictable patterns, making them easy to beat once you figure them out. You get to play as four different characters with different weapons and abilities you have to use for some very light puzzle solving. Jack uses an axe and can charge through breakable walls. Liliana uses a spear which she can throw and use to climb certain walls. Mo attacks with his drums and can use his drumsticks as boomerangs and summon a two-headed monkey to distract enemies. Brian uses her heavy flesh stick, both as an offensive and defensive tool. The game has 8 regular levels and 8 bonus levels, which are tougher remixes of the regular levels. Apart from the remixes, the levels are very varied and there are two sets of levels that break the standard platforming mold. Cayman Warriors has 54 achievements, worth 1000 gamer score and almost 4000 TA. The ratio baffles me as the game is really not that difficult. At the moment of recording, the game has exactly 1000 starters on TA, with the majority of players only having earned a few achievements in the game. Out of the 1000 starters, 544 completed the first level and only 277 completed the second level, which actually might be the toughest level in the game. The difficulty curve is not linear, and having some of the toughest levels in the beginning makes little sense. Once you've completed all of the 8 standard levels in the game, you unlock Arcade Mode, which is just a confusing name for Hard Mode. To unlock the extra levels, you have to find hidden batteries. There are 48 batteries in the game, 3 in each level, and they are not very well hidden. Fortunately, you only need 32 out of the 48 batteries per difficulty to get all achievements. For the completion, you have to beat the 16 levels on standard difficulty and on hard mode. There are some other miscellaneous achievements, but they really shouldn't be much of a problem, and there is always a chapter select. It really surprises me that after being out on Xbox for almost 3 years, only 30 out of 1000 starters on TA has completed the game. It might not be the best game in the world, but I found it enjoyable, and quick and easy TA near the end of G-Task without having to use a guide. The game took me just under 9 hours to complete without a guide, which is pretty good for 3000 true achievement difference. Considering it cost less than $4 the last time it was on sale, I certainly got my money's worth. I wouldn't have paid the $15 asking price, but wouldn't have been disappointed if I had done so. I would give Caveman Warriors 3 heavy flesh sticks out of 5. Have a nice day everyone!